Hello everyone, this is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. We just released a bonus episode that details what exactly goes into editing an episode of Trailblazers. Give it a listen if you're interested in seeing how it's done. Interested in playing in one of my games? I'm doing a number of short, experimental campaigns where I test out some ideas I have. If you want to play in them, click on the invitation link in the show notes to the Roll20 group I set up. Each post in the form is a different game you can apply to play in. It won't be recorded or released in any way, it's just for fun. I'd love to GM for you guys, so please consider checking it out. Last time on Trailblazers, the party were called in action as Psycho Squad to stop a bank heist being put on by Comet. There, they fought their way to the top floor of the bank and confronted Alarak, the self-proclaimed first descendant to the High Lord of Comet. They defeated him, and he tried escaping by Vertebird, but Lanarus shot him down. The party thought they had him, but the police on the ground told them the Vertebird was empty. What happened to Alarak? Did he really escape with all that money? Will the party get a pat on their back for a job well done, or chewing out for failing? Find out this week on Trailblazers. You guys are down at the Vertebird. It's crashed, there's smoke pouring out of it. It's it's a crumpled mess. You see like some officers, or SWAT team actually, because they made a point to say it. They're only really trusting the SWAT at the moment, are going through it, and the captain, his head is just bright red. He's screaming up a storm. You see he grabs a crate, and he just throws it at the Vertebird. He's like, I can't catch a fucking break today. And he turns, and he notices you guys, and he goes, you jerk Watts. What happened? He was... He was in the vertebird. So someone had to be flying the vertebird. Well, does this look like there's anyone in it to you? And he kind of pushes aside a couple of SWAT guys, and you see just a hunk of just twisted metal inside of it. No organics. There's nowhere else it could have been. You know um, what? <sighs> Always a big fecking mistake calling Psycho Squad in to do anything but screw up. I want to see you guys again. Get off my crime scene right now. Uh, hang on, hang on. I'm going to try to detect the direction of the legacy arrow. Up towards the room that you uh, encountered Alarak in. If he's still here, I can find him. No, you're not finding anyone. You're leaving my crime scene right now. And you're going to let him get away? Pay attention to rank, son. Out. Quetzalcoatl steps forward and says, I understand, Commander, but perhaps you have noticed that none of us have the innate ability to fly, so perhaps we could get a ride back to headquarters? Fine, fine. We're shipping the wounded back to base to get stitched up. Just ride with one of them. Just off. I start walking to the the vertebrate. I don't get it. You're just going to let him get away? You guys aren't going to be able to find him. Look, he doesn't want us here, man. And he I doesn't don't want, want us here. to get away. I don't either, but what are we going to do? Come on. We could go. We don't We don't even have to take the vertebrate. We can just look around. There's people on the roof. What? There's people on the roof. They, they, I thought they were all dead. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was a hologram or something. What's your name? Lanaris. Lanaris. I swear by everything holy, everything that can that can hear me talk. I testify by anything, and I make a, a, a sworn promise to any god that happens to still look at Kadesh. If I turn around in two minutes and you're still on my crime scene, I'm going to string you up by your badge for everyone to see. Come on, babe. We gotta say something. He, he might still be up there. And now Alarak's gonna chew through whatever SWAT team reaches them. Come on, back me up here. There were guys up there. We might have just overlooked him. He might have been hiding. The the vertebrate might have been a, a red herring or, or whatever. Are you guys detectives? We've, we've done a little bit of detective work. I mean, we're not professional, but we've done a little bit. No, you're not. Based off your track record today, I'm not putting you in charge of any further investigations or anything in the here at all. I'll get my own guys on it. Thank you very much. There's guys on the roof. Thank you. There's dead guys everywhere. I'll be sure to check it out. An explosion rings out from the bank. The track record of being the only people to reach the 20th floor multiple times. I didn't see anyone past the third floor of your guys. Yes, thank you. You got us on the 20th floor. You did do your job. And right now you're pissing me off. Last chance to get out of here in my good graces. 
Look, I understand you're upset, but you have nothing to lose by letting us go find him. If you send us off now, it's just another point for our get away. I gave you your chance. Gentlemen, arrest these men and, and please escort them into the into one of the vertebrates and get them out from my crime scene. And a couple of uh, SWAT officers come up to you. Hey, hey, you don't. I'm, I'll, I'll walk by myself. I'm walking to the vertebrate. It's cool. You don't have to hand, handle me. Quetzalcoatl's already walking. The noob is behind him. Come on, Landris. Could have been the guy that called Alarak. Well, you're certainly the guy that let him go. They force you, like, with your shoulders, put you on a vertebrate, like, sit you down. Some guy, like, taps on the vertebrate to let it know that it's full, and the vertebrate takes off. And you're in a, a pretty gruesome scene. There are, you got uh, some guys sitting in front of you. One guy is just trembling with, like, blood pouring over his eye from a wound he got somewhere in his head or above. You can't quite see where the wound starts. And he's got his hand in his vest pocket, and he's kind of, like, nervously trembling. There's a real big guy sitting right next to him who's bleeding from his arm and his thigh, and he has a hand holding his neck where you can see blood coming between his fingers, and he's putting a lot of pressure on his neck. And he kind of like looks at this guy that's shaking, and he takes his hand, it's not his free hand, and he kind of puts it almost reassuringly on the guy's shoulder. And the guy who's shaking looks up at the big guy and kind of starts to calm down and kind of takes a big deep breath, and he, he looks at him and says, Thanks. So he kind of like looks, leans forward to look at the guy's name tag. Sanchez, uh, I'm Hugo. And he puts his hand forward and Hugo and Sanchez shake hands. And at, at your feet is a guy whose arm is blown off and his armor is just in shreds. And uh, Hugo says, uh, we're just getting standard pay today. Ain't that a joke? Should have grabbed some cred chips while I was there. I was going to too before I got taken out. And the big guy obviously is unable to respond, just kind of nods. Um, the, the big guy is Sanchez. He's the one holding his neck? Correct. I take out my trauma pack, and I'm like, hey, you want me to take a look at that? He kind of looks at you, and as he turns to you, something kind of falls out of the folds of his armor. You look down, is a bloody cred chip, much like you saw a bunch of people at Comet stealing, like you saw in the vault. He kind of puts his finger up to his mouth as if to say, shh. In other words, like, don't tell anybody. And he kind of looks at you to gauge your reaction. I, I'm more concerned about his neck. Okay, he leans slowly forward and puts the, grabs the cred chip, kind of shoves it back in his coat. And uh, he kind of puts his hand out for the med kit. Uh, I mean, if he just wants to take and do it himself, um, I'll do that. But I'm like, I'm, I'm trained. I can wrap that up for you. He gives you a grateful nod, but takes it to do it himself anyway. So, yeah, you kind of get the feeling these guys were just attacked by a comet. Nobody's trusting anybody but themselves right now. Um, how many uses my trauma pack does he chew up? Let's say two. Eddie kind of leans over to Anubis and goes, I wonder who robbed more money, the thieves or the guys sent to stop the thieves? What's a bank even need 20 stories for? What is a- Alex Mac, uh, I mean, Al- Alarak, whatever his name is, what do you think he needs all that money for? Was he? Was it just money? I mean, was he? what was he after? I mean, what, else, what were there safety deposit boxes in there? Yeah. Could be but, anything that people stored there. Hmm, it's weird. I don't know. Just as he didn't seem like the bank robbing type, you know, he seems like the going to destroy the world type. I mean, look at what they equip Comet with. They gotta get their funds from somewhere. You don't just happen upon rocket launchers. Well, I mean, we do. We happen upon them all the time. When Comet attacks us with them. Right, but I mean... I don't don't think Comet has that benefit. If Comet attacks Comet, they'll always have equipment. Uroboros! The guy with his arm blown off, I'm gonna take a look at him. Okay, uh, he I was could... hastily patched up just to keep him long enough before they get to back to base. Yeah, I just want to make sure he's going to like live um, until they get to him medical he'll attention. Check. I'll take a 10 for 18. You got a feeling that he'll live till he gets there, yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe Alaric was in that vertebrate. We didn't see it crash, and he commander kind of pushed us out of there pretty fast, don't you think? What do you mean? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he let him get away. Maybe there's some sort of another conspiracy. Oh, I'm tired of a conspiracies, man. 
Eddie goes, a corrupt cop in this town? Oh, I am aghast. So, uh, were you going to let him, like, uh, you know, hurt us or whatever? I mean, he was swearing to you guys, right? He's swearing to all the gods. Hmm. Many foolish mortals say many foolish things. They make vows and promises that they do not intend to keep, and then rarely are happy when the consequences come for them. I mean, what what did he have to lose Melanie's back up there? I don't know, man. seemed like a man of reason to me. Seemed a bit hot-headed. Plus, Psycho Squad doesn't have the best reputation. For what? We did our job. Alas, poor fellow, we must go on the reputation earned for us by our predecessors. Why? What'd Jimmy Lang do? (laughs) Jimmy's one of a thousand different generations. I will say, though, if they were to judge us by today's actions, I think we did a pretty darn good job. Yeah, except for, you know, blowing up doors and almost falling off buildings. We're all alive. And we did, despite his objections, what he told us to do. We went to the 20th floor and we killed everyone. So some got away, and we put him in his hands. He let him get away as far as I'm concerned. Sorry about that back there, Landris. I, I wasn't thinking. I was just just reacting, you know? What, you mean when you jumped out a window? Yeah. You should know that I'm experienced in these things. Don't, don't try to follow in the footsteps of an expert. And uh, noted. See, it didn't, didn't go so great for me the first time, and now I got the hang of it. Literally, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll just stick to computers and... All of that. Hey, I, I did uh, dismantle that trap, though, so that was that was good. Caleb, I'm going to um, use five charges of my na- nanite gun thing to get rid of uh, fatigued. Okay. Hey, uh, you okay? I nudge over to Kentaro. You realize Kentaro this entire time has been just staring blankly out the window. Hey, hey, can you hear me? Flick one of his robo-ears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? What? I kind of hold the hypo gun up to him, like, are you okay? No, not really. Yeah, I got like three batteries. What do you need? I don't know. Just hit me a couple times. <laughs> Punch him in the shoulder. <laughs> he kind of gives you a look like, really? Kotokoto kind of looks at you and says, Your peasants always relying on your technology. You could simply ask for my favor. And he holds his hands out and towards the sky. What looks a lot like when you fought Baron, the green energy that swirled around him to heal him. Except it's red and you see his like necklaces and his different jewelry. They have red crystals and start glowing. And it, but the same sort of, you know, ethereal mist sort of ribbons go around him and heal him. I mean, can you get rid of whatever Alarak did when he jumped over? He goes, indeed I can. Could have saved a couple charges on your machine. Appreciate it. Doesn't uh, exhaust you or anything? I do choose to not exert myself too much on a daily basis. Is Kintaro still, like, being quiet and looking out the window? Yeah. I guess I, I just put my hand on his shoulder. You can feel it kind of, like, relax a little bit as you do that. You guys eventually get to the headquarters, and some medics are taking everyone out of there. When they see you, they just kind of, like, gesture you to get out of the way. So you guys are all fine now. They take away all the uh, the wounded, and you guys are told to report to Hannibal. I guess I start walking toward Hannibal's office. Mm-hmm. He opened up his door, and he's sitting at his desk, and he's on the communicator and goes, One second, Commander. Gentlemen, take a seat. Continue. Well, according to your boys, there were six androids with briefcases robbing the vault. We found one dead in the vault. Two dead under a collapsed hallway nearby. And while at first glance it looked like the hijacked vertebrae was empty, after further inspection we found the remains of three androids and three cases. The boys reported four guys relieved of their uniforms on the roof. Well, we checked it out, and there are boys from the roof team. We recovered the remains of three of the uniforms in the crashed bird, all except an officer named Sanchez. I'd say we should be on the lookout for anyone wearing a uniform with named Sanchez on it, but the suspect would just hear the bulletin and switch clothes. We lost him. But I suppose... I suppose your boys weren't that big of a screw-up after all. I want your incident report by the end of the day, Commander. Yes, sir. He turns off the communicator. Gentlemen, 
Good job. And he kind of takes a cigarette out and he his tip of his finger kind of slides back and a little uh, like um, electric lighter lights his cigarette and the tip comes back and he, he breathes in the cigarette. I like to think of myself as a fair commander and I think good job should be rewarded. You have done well today. You have successfully completed your mission. I think that you will understand when I tell you that you will never really get the appreciation that you feel you might deserve after a situation such as this. However, you do have my appreciation. And if any, if no one else recognizes what you did today, the sacrifices you made, I do and I understand exactly what you went through today. All that to say, well done. You ever faced common on the ground? I myself have not. I've been dealing with them on a constant basis ever since I became captain. Well, uh, well thanks. Glad we can uh, do Psycho Squad's name well. A rare turn of events, to be sure. Well, you gentlemen have earned your R&R. Get some sleep. You never know when we're going to need you again. And unless you have any questions, you are dismissed. Do you, uh... Did you read my note? He kind of like taps the ashes off. I did. And he takes another breath in the cigarette. Knowledge is power. Do you have any uh, questions? I think I may have encountered what you're seeing before. Let's just say I'm taking what you've written into consideration. We'll see if what you wrote proves to be true. And how are you going to tell? Well, if what you said is going to happen next happens next, then we might have further conversations. And he kind of snuffs out his cigarette. Listen, Mr. Malleus, I understand that today was difficult for you, given your history with your father. You did perform well under the situation and under the circumstances. You should be proud of yourself. I'm sure your father would be. Kitaro kind of like looks at you and raises an eyebrow. I, I hope so. And I doubt he'd ever hear about this. You don't really put a Psycho Scrawl on the front page now, do you? No, no, we do try to keep them off any page. Anytime they're on a page, it's usually bad news. Kitaro, you don't look so good. And it kind of is, is broken up from staring into space. He goes, I'm fine. Very well. Keep your communicators on you at all times, as I'm sure you know. Dismissed. And he waves you off and takes out some papers. Be careful about sending any officers to investigate the incidents of insanity. Same thing might happen to them. All right, what do you guys do? You're probably exhausted, not only from the battle, but you're woken up in the middle of the night. Right. <clears throat> well, I'm uh, I'm going to head home, or to your parents' home. We're going to try to look for a new place pretty soon. But uh, I, I do have something for you. Me? Yeah, I hand you 8000 What's this? Uh, that's for my heart. I, I don't want your money, Vic. Take it. I don't want your money. I don't. I don't want to to owe you for this. You know. I don't. I wasn't in any place to. I could have paid for it. You know. But I was. I was unconscious. I just. I. I you don't owe me anything. Maybe a. Maybe just a thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate it. It's no problem. Yeah. I'll catch you guys later. First, can I go to the med bay equivalent? Sure. Because I do. I have like hit point damage. The infirmary. Yep. They'll treat you once. Okay. Should I just consider myself to be fully healed? Yes. I try and find somewhere like inconspicuous to sit with Kentaro, where like people wouldn't be able to overhear us or see what we're doing. Okay, actually the best place for that will be your um, the Psycho Squad locker room. It doesn't take long for Quetzalcoatl and Anubis to clear out of there. Okay, I guess I'll go in there to like start moving stuff around. I take out the PDA. Hey, you you, you okay, Kentaro? Yeah, it was just a, a rough day. Mm. It's kind of all of our days, don't you think? Yeah, but uh, there's a moment there where I just kind of just kind of went blank and I don't know, I guess the closest I've ever been to death. Woke up looking at you in a pile of rubble looking up at six empty floors. Eh, I mean, I know the feeling. Uh, you're the first face I saw when I woke up after uh, the little window incident. Yeah, it doesn't really get any easier. Thanks for bringing me back. What, you think I was going to leave you there? <laughs> Every day we get new scars, huh? New burns. We don't get them from fire dogs. We get them from grenade traps. Oh, would you have any good ones? Can't wait to see. Well, I don't have any more ears to blow off. I uh, remember when I said I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, I do. I guess I guess this kind of counts, and I I take out the PDA. If you really want to read it, you you can. Just uh, I'm not really 
proud of it. My threat level, maybe, but not the uh, not the rest of it. He curiously takes it and starts reading. He reads the whole thing. Well, I don't know what to say. They got one of them on me? Mm, they did, but the file wasn't open. Your threat level's a little high, but aside from that... <laughs> it's it's not all lies. How'd your dad really lose his... To Comet? Yeah. I would never picture that your family was in the police. Why not? You worked for the courts? Yeah. Guess you learn something new every day. Let's head home, man. I'm exhausted. I'm gonna return this to, uh, to Lang. Okay. I guess I go find Jimmy Lang's office. Uh, you find it's like just uh, a big open area just full of desks. You find his desk, but it's empty at the moment. Hmm. Could I send him an email for his PDA to himself? Yeah. Okay, I'll probably do that at some point. I don't know what to say at the moment, so I'll just, I'll do that some other time. Okay. Leave a message for him. Okay. And then are you gonna leave the PDA on his desk, or are you still gonna keep it? I'm gonna keep it for now. Okay. They said um, when they were done their investigation of Shiva and Tars' vertebrate crash to come and check at the police station to see what they had discovered about it. You know, I'm going to go to the, like, I don't know, investigations, the mortuary. There's got to be, like, some place where you can access, where they have uh, controlled access of all the different reports and stuff, such. So you get to some guy behind, like, bulletproof glass, and he's like, yes? Hey, um, oh, the, the, I had the one guy's vet name. I can't remember it now. It was, like, Johnson or something. The guy that was at the scene that I sure, intimidated. Sure. He was on crime scene... Yesterday, over in the uh, on East Street, it was a vertebrate crash. I uh, said if I wanted more details about it, that once the investigation was finished, I can you know inquire here. All right, what's your name? Uh, Lanners. He types it in. <laughs> Psycho squad. Yeah, sure. Here, just have access to all our crap. Why not? Here you go. Uh, and he hits some buttons, and a little machine, kind of a little like floating droid, uh, not droid, uh, drone, leaves and eventually comes back with a box, like a cardboard box. And the guy takes the lid off, and he goes through it all. All right, here you go, and he slides a folder through with the report. Uh, thanks. You can't leave this room with it. You read it, and you give it back to me. Sure. If you want copies, they can be made or sent to you. Usually it takes about two weeks. No, it's fine. I'm going to sit down and read it. Just to give you the, the part that you're looking for, the interesting part, uh, remains were found of several individuals. Uh, remains of the clothing for the police bodies were able to identify. The remains were so garbled for the rest of them. The only thing they were able to positively identify was that the Minotaur did die. He had a very specific bone structure that they could identify as skeleton, i.e. his horns. I just kind of silently stare at it for a while. And Tar sits next to you. Well, what does it say? Tar didn't make it. He puts a hand on your your uh, knee, kind of figured. Okay, can, can you get this back to him? I hand him the folder. Sure. Kind of actually gives it a little look over, and then he hands it back to the records guy. Will you be needing anything else? No, we're, we're good. Thank you. This was this was a bad idea, Landers. We're we're too tired to deal with this. I had to know what happened. There was a fire to the end. I remember kind of morbid as this, kind of laughing to myself when I heard how long he was holding out against all those SWAT guys. Don't corner a bull in an armory, I guess. Made it through the archive just just for that. Oh, you can't think of it like that, man. That's everybody. They go through the whole lives to die one way or another. One person goes off to become the best artist in the world, then drowns in a pool accident. It's just you can't. Life's weird like that. None of us get to pick how we come in, none of us get to pick how we go. For the sound of it, Tar did pick. Yeah, well, I guess. I guess that's a good point. I'm not idiot, man. If he stayed around. Let's go. You guys head back to Dahlia's? Yeah. You get in, and Kintaro just, like, immediately gets out of his armor and just falls onto the bed. Make me up when this is all over, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go talk to Dahlia. Instead of response, you see her. <laughs> Kintaro's immediately up. Right, you find Dahlia asleep in her bed. Oh, she's still asleep? I won't wake her up then. I don't really want to go to sleep. I'm feeling pretty melancholy, so I, I'm probably going to try and paint something. I haven't decided what yet. At some point, Landris, you wake up, and your, your like nose 
feels super weird and you kind of brush it, you realize you've fallen asleep on your paints and your nose is now coated with paint. Your nose is supposed to be wet and now it's dry and you hate it. <laughs> I go into the bathroom to wash it off. You kind of wash in your nose and as you kind of look in the mirror to do that, behind you is the Slender Man and then the mirror shatters almost as instantly as you saw him. I kind of... I, like, don't even turn around and, like, roll toward the door. As you roll to the door, you finally get a glimpse of your shadow, which is waving its arms wildly, trying to get your attention. And when it sees you finally see it, it gives, like, a, a throw arms up in the air, like, finally. And then he kind of takes his, his hands, makes two points of fingers, and then points. And then he points in the same direction. And he points. And he takes his arm and elbows. He makes 90 degrees. And he brings one up and one down. One up and one down. One up and one down. Well, I guess I gotta go where it's pointing. Or look where it's pointing. You just kind of like, you're at a wall now. And you kind of look at it, you're like, what do you want me to do? And it's like, it kind of like throws its hands up in the air and it kind of like, oh, I have an idea. And then points in a very specific direction over to the computer. I, I, I look around before I move over to the computer. Like, is is Kintaro still there? Is he like asleep on the floor? Yes. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, in comics and stuff when it's like, oh, I woke up before my lover and she looks so cute. Kintaro's arm is like in the weirdest twisted position, like his fingers in his mouth. And it's legs. It's like, it's not attractive. He is just out. Just, just sleep. I look back. Is the mirror actually shattered? Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to walk over to the computer. Your shadow starts typing on the shadow of the computer. And then your the computer kind of goes up to a radio station. And now you realize when he was bringing his elbows in a 90-degree angle, he was making the motion of running. I go to wake up Kentaro. What? Just five more minutes. And he takes the blanket and he pulls it over his head. We got to go. We got to go. What? Why? What now? I don't know. We have to move. <sighs> and he kind of gets up and scratches his head. I like turn down the hallway and like I yell Dahlia's name. You just hear some like shuffling in the bedroom. What? I, I go over and like open her door really loud. Lan- what? Landris, please. We have to go. Oh, why? Come on. Dude, you're being psychotic. I know. Fine, give me a second. Close the door. T- hurry. Guitar was like getting into his armor. What's the problem? I, I I don't know. I think the I think the canister might be nearby or something. Why do you think that? It's hard to explain. Alright, alright. And Dolly comes out. Alright, where are we going? Uh, let's just leave. I I'm taking careful uh care of what I was painting. I wanna take it with me. Okay. Um I decide I'm going to Paint a very nice picture of um, Tar and Koba dancing. Okay. Uh, that was what you started to paint, and then you see it is it transformed. At some point, you began to switch, and you incorporate what you had already drawn into a picture of the upside-down tree. I kind of push it to the ground. I'm like, we have to go. You open the door, and you get out, and you see somebody is spray-painting onto right next to the door onto the uh, Dye's apartment's wall. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, and he drops it, and he runs. I'm going to go tackle him. <laughs> Uh, okay, make a C and B. 19. All right, you got him. He's like, let me go. I'm just, uh, What are you doing? I'm just, uh, get off me. I look over at what he's spray painting. It's the upside down tree of half finished rendering. Why are you painting that? It's just, it's art, man. Art of what? I don't know, man. It's, it's my muse. Get off. What do you care? 
Better than half the stuff that's already on the wall. What are you, a cop? I hoist him up and push him away. And he takes the opportunity to book it. I point at that like, we have to go. Dolly kind of looks at us, we're not coming back here, are we? I, I don't know. I guess probably not, no. Katara, help me grab some stuff. Uh, I think we need just... I'm not leaving without my stuff. Come on. And he kind of gives you a look like, what am I supposed to do? And he goes in and he... Dolly quickly packs up a bunch of stuff. Now I'm grabbing whatever I have and helping them. Where are we gonna go? I do anywhere else. Do our communicators work um, between... Like, can I talk to Vic if I wanted to with through the communicator? No. The ones that you got from Psycho Squad are one way. Unless at some point you guys got another communicator. Dolly, where's your cell phone? Or whatever phone she used to call um Sarah before. <sighs> right here. Give me it. Give me it. Okay, fine. Jeez Louise. I find uh, Sarah's number and dial it. Or, like, I guess my parents' house? This is Sarah. Sarah, it, it's Landris. Is Victor there? Yeah. Honey. Honey. Hey. It's your friend. Hello? Vic, is anything weird happening by my house, my parents' house? No. What are you talking about? We're coming over. Okay. I'll explain it then. Uh, okay, I better get dressed. Hang up. Vic, what are you doing? I guess we would have just been enjoying the morning. Yeah, she asked you what, what happened last night. Like you guys won, huh? <sighs> Not really. I mean, we the guy got away, but we took we took out most of them, uh, just all but the, but the leader, and but he got away. The chief of police or whatever he was wasn't too happy with us, but what are you gonna do? It must be hard. And she kind of puts her hand on your cheek, having to fight other people's battles, risk your life for things you don't believe in. Landris, I guess, believes in it. He's gung ho about finding him. Uh, you know, we were just doing our job. I don't even care. I just want to be with you. Well, we're together now. Yeah. I gotta start thinking, though. I guess it was I was just tired, but made a, long, a lot of bad decisions. I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, I was trying to stop the guy, so I threw a grenade, and it just ended up blowing the door, so he really couldn't go through it, and, and then I saw Landers scale the building, so I was like, hey, I could probably do that, and nope. I started falling and caught myself, but it, yeah, just embarrassing. Well, have you talked to him about it? I mean, everyone makes mistakes. I don't know if he's really mad about that. I don't. He's just... You two should talk. I don't know. We tried to yesterday, and I just yelled at him. Well, maybe not talk when you're off doing something life-threatening. Well, they're coming over here, so I guess we'll, uh, we could talk. Maybe I'll try to find a way to take Dahlia and his boyfriend away. Yeah. So you two can have a moment to talk to each other. He sounded, uh, distressed. Your friend always sounds distressed. Well, that's true, but I don't know. Something's going on. Well, he shouldn't be mad at you. You're risking your neck as much as he is. Yeah, we all are. I think it's, I think he's angry because... We're putting Kentaro in as much danger as we are. He kind of got stuck with us. You know, I, I'm risking my life, but you're back here and you're safe and you're sound. And I don't know. I guess he thinks that, you know, he, he's he's in danger. Why can't his, his significant other be safe and sound, too? I get that. But it's the difference between being married and being in a relationship. Yeah, that's true. I go and open the door. And you see Dahlia with a suitcase and, and Kentaro holding two suitcases. Dahlia, why you bring up? Don't ask me. Ask crazy guy over there with the weird ear. I think the crystal, it, it moved or it, the influence is spreading. I saw the, I look at Vic specifically, like I saw the uh, slender man again. Where? In our, in the apartment. I thought we were done with all of that. Seems like we're not. You haven't had dreams, have you? No, nothing like that, but so something I was painting, I kind of dozed off and I painted something else. Are we going to go crazy again? I don't know if I ever really stopped. <laughs> but hopefully understand the um the urgency. Yeah. Can we uh come in? Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh yeah, come on in. <laughs> I feel like Tar and you see Kintaro throws down two big suitcases. Did you guys always make him carry your stuff? Yeah. I like immediately turn sad. Kintaro gets out of his armor. Oh, I would not believe how uncomfortable that stuff is. What's wrong, Laramus? 
a lot. Hey, uh, Kentaro, uh, can you come here and help Dolly and I move these things? We can, there's a room upstairs. Uh, sure. Kentaro, Dolly, and Sarah all grab stuff and bring it upstairs. Tar didn't make it. They confirmed his body on the scene of the crash. I, I sit down on whatever's nearest to me, kind of hold my head. What about Shiva? There are other bodies, but Tar's bone structure was the only one they could actually identify, so I don't know. He's really gone. Yeah. I really liked him. He went through that hell with us. I can't. I, I sit down beside Lanaris. It's a little window seat that looks out over the city. I can't take much more of this. Everybody is gone, just about. It's just you and me and Kentaro. You're trying to be uplifting. Uplifting, it's not working. No, I'm just, we can't be divided. We have to start working together. Really be together. If we got the Slender Man coming at us again, you remember how that was? Yeah, I do. I wish I didn't. We were paranoid. We both thought each other were trying to hurt the other. We can't be like that. Whatever is going on right now between us, we've got to fix it. You were there with me whenever that mace made me whatever it did. You're the one who helped me out of that. I owe you so much. Then why'd you yell at me? What right do you think you have to be angry with me? Because I'm upset. I'm angry because I know I screwed up. I'm angry at myself. Are you angry enough to do something about it? Like what? I don't know. You tell me what you're going to do, because in that silence, in that three minutes of silence, it sounded a lot like you agreed with Baron, that you thought this was fair and just. That you... No, man. No. I don't... I don't believe that at all. What do you believe? I believe that Baron's an evil maniac coward. I believe that we need to, to kill him. I just didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't do anything, but I... I was more worried about anything that he was going to tell me to hurt you or Kentaro or Dahlia. But what What if it's? What if he can still tell me what to do? What, you think he still has control of you? I don't know. Maybe he has control over you too. He just didn't use it. We've got so much to worry about. Baron, Slenderman, Alarak. Just everything's against us. That's why we've we've got to be together. We've got to fix these problems. It's it's, it's difficult, Vic. You don't know what it was like. I mean, look how much trouble we had dealing with the, the nightmares and they weren't real. This was real. And I don't... It's difficult to talk about because then I remember it and I can't get past it. I can't go to sleep. I keep lashing out at you. And I know I'm being passive aggressive, but I, I don't know how else to deal with this. Out of everything we've been through, what he made you do, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. I will never forgive him for that. He helped me get back to Sarah. But How? How did he help you at all? I just quiet there for a little bit. Trying, I'm thinking. I don't, I don't know. He didn't help you get back to Sarah. You did that. We did that. I would say he helped us cure our madness, but I'm not even sure that happened anymore. Just promise me that if we get the chance... We, we, we can't be rash about it. Can't be the first time we see him, but if we get the chance, we kill him. Yeah, we kill him. I don't care who gets in the way. Hope, I don't care. We'll use her if we have to. She stabbed us in the back. She's why everyone's dead. Yeah. You promise? I promise. So what do we do now? I don't know. We got free time, I guess. What did you do last night? What do you mean? When we were at the bank, you plugged something into a computer. What'd you do? Veeam sent a message to Dahlia's computer. He warned us about the attack, and he said that if we ran that program, it would take the chief bankholder's funds and transfer them somewhere more worthy of them, and we'd get a cut of it. And no, like I said, Veeam, Veeam's really the only reason we're alive right now, and if the money's going to people on our side, then 
I don't care where he gets it from, especially if it's the uppity bank owners. But who's Veen? What's it matter? He's You got a heart, don't you? But we're taking money and we're doing... Because it's Baron all over again. We don't know yeah, where... Yeah, Baron, Baron never did anything for us. Veen saved our lives. He's the only reason we're not dead right now. Why well, you're not dead right now. If he knows to give us money to help us out, then he has to have an idea of what's going on, right? With the chairman and whatnot. And he's got to be on our side, right? He gave us money. He gave us a lot of money. Yeah, he did. I just, I don't like not knowing. Well, if we waited until we knew everything about our problems, we would have never gotten anything done. I'm choosing to trust this Veeam character for now. I don't know how you feel about it, but come on, you saw that bank. 20 stories? 20 stories for what? To hold money? For offices? It's, it's avarice. I've seen hospitals with less equipment than that bank had. That's true. But I guess we'll, we'll find out eventually. You need, like, you need some rest. I do. My, my parents aren't home, are they? No. Oh, good. Hey. Yeah. What was Metalhead talking about? About your your father? I mean, I I told you before he he lost his leg in a comet attack. Oh yeah. So I, I guess it feels pretty good when you get to take a bunch of them out, huh? Can't say it does. I mean, yeah, I'm glad that stopped them from hurting people, but the damage has been done. We've been rinsing the, them though. Yeah, let's hope they don't start wearing armor anytime soon. Just spend it all on weapons. I'm glad we haven't seen any more frog people. <laughs> They're just so small. I feel bad about. <laughs> About Venbot, don't you feel bad about Venbot? I, I left Venbot alone. I didn't kill Venbot. He was up by me, but I did not kill him. No, I'm not even. I'm not even looking forward to having these bombs taken out of our head because even when we're done with Psycho Squad, we're, we'll still look like killers who evaded justice. But we know the truth, and our family knows the truth, and I, that's all that matters to me. I, I can't walk walk around knowing that people think that I I'm a murderer. Especially when it was barren. I don't know, a bit of disappointment all my life. It's nothing new to me. I- I'm alright with being disappointment when it's my fault. Which it usually is, but in this case it isn't. What do you mean? You're you're an engineer. You're successful. Yeah, but I thought I made a mistake, blew off my arm. Well, you didn't. I know that now, but I didn't before. I walked around as a disappointment. I'm, I'm used to it. As long as Sarah loves me, that's all that matters. I was thinking of emailing uh, Lang from his PDA. Talking to him about that. Talking about, I don't even know why he left this for us. What's it mean? I don't, I don't know. Like, was he trying to say, like, this is who you are? I I don't know. Trying to say that one of us is more dangerous than the other? (laughs) Don't engage me at long distances, okay? Just keep that in the back of your head. What do you think Kentaro's threat level was? What what do you think his threat level is? What was your six? Yeah. He's probably like a 6.5. What? (laughs) I don't know. Sarah's angry. She's like a nine. (laughs) Even Psycho Squad can't handle that. No. Speaking of her being uh, angry, how'd she take the uh, the the news? I haven't told her. What? What? I mean, I was going to, but she didn't give me a, the chance. I tried. I really did try, but I mean, it's not like you have to tell her. Like, is it really that big of a deal? Would you tell Kintaro? I don't know. Probably. I mean, it depends. In that situation, yeah. If I got mind control, well, not mind controlled. You know what I mean? Not really. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't you, right? It was, but it wasn't. It was like, it enhanced every dark thought I had, every selfish desire I had. It made it come to the forefront. Like, that's what I had to do. But I still had the choice. Those desires, those thoughts are there. Without that mace, would I have done that? With Shiva? No. Look, I don't, I don't know your relationship. Uh, Sarah seemed pretty off-put by the things we were saying. So, I mean, it's your call. Me, personally, I don't think it's a big deal. But Sarah doesn't, hasn't seen what we've seen. Yeah, maybe I just need to think about it a little bit. You really need some rest. You really look bad, man. I really wanted to finish my painting. But yeah, what what rooms are open? Here? I don't know. Yeah. I've only seen the one, really, you know, in, in this room. I don't know this house. I haven't looked. The group comes down from upstairs. 
and Sarah and Dahlia come up to you and Sarah. I guess they all come up to you and Sarah says, uh, we made a decision. Yeah. We're going shopping. <laughs> For? Houses. Apartments. And here Dahlia go, I made a vow to myself that I'm never going to move back in with my parents. Goodness gracious, I already can't get a man. It will not help. And Sarah says, uh, and we were talking about getting a place anyway. Why not now? Do we have yeah. enough money for that? Well, we can take it a loan or something. <laughs> a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part of the game of Pathfinder begins. <laughs> what is Lannerus' credit history? <laughs> the real estate expansion was my favorite expansion for Pathfinder. <laughs> No, 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 no. We'll, we'll, we'll get an apartment. We'll pay freaking. We can pay rent. We can do that. Especially with your new boons, right, guys? Or she's like finger guns at you guys. Together? No, no. I mean, <clears throat> no. My little bro is going to treat his sister to a nice little place of her own. Y'all going to get your own place. Maybe we could find one in the same building, though. You and your own whole apartment, Dahlia? Come on. You're so needy. I know. I'm just a queen. Better start treating me like one. She pokes you in the chest. <sighs> Fine. You deserve it. Of course I do. <laughs> You burn my last one and then force me out of it. And that was for your own good. You'd be jumping out of windows right now. I said, I can't blame you. Getting out of that apartment is for my own good no matter what. That's not the best place. Uh, basically, go. I want to be on a high rise. I want an elevator service, though, because I'm not walking up 40 flights of stairs with a gosh darn groceries. That's no, a faux show. Me neither. Stairs are the worst. Let's go see if we can't find a place. Yeah, right. Far away from um, whatever's going on in the, I think you said the east side of the city, Caleb. I did say the east side of the city. Let's, let's get it on the west side. I'll tell you what, if you uh, handle not only my first month's rent, but the deposit as well, I'll throw in some of my clothes for Kentaro. And like Kentaro like, like immediately is like, wait, let's not be talking about, please stop. <laughs> Do you still have those uh, sequin pants? Why don't we get going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go look for some places. I'm going to let you guys pick where, what does your apartment look like? We're not, you don't have to go shopping. You guys can just tell me what kind of a, a place you get and what do you want it to be and I'll tell you how much it costs. I mean, I'd want like a, one of those big open kind of lofty places. It's like okay. one big room. Yeah, yeah. I'm picturing it. I don't remember what they're called. Neither do I, but I have an, I picture what you're saying. Yeah, I'd, I'd say a big like one room loft with like a bathroom on the side kind of thing. Pretty high up on the building, like heights. Okay. What about you uh, there, Victor? I want a, uh, we want two bedroom, bathroom, um, little, little apartment. Two bedroom. I'm sorry. The best I can do is one and a half bath. That's fine. <laughs> and what, what does Dahlia want? Because I'm definitely getting hers first. She wants a nine bedroom man. <laughs> <laughs> I have company sometimes. Apparently people just drop it at me randomly. Dolly demands that whatever we get for her, she's at least one floor higher than the rest of you. She wants to be up high. She likes being up high. Uh, Aren't those usually more expensive? She gets a two-bedroom because she finally could put all her freaking work, get to make her own office and stuff. Yeah, you need two bedrooms. I don't know what this open room, one big thing is. I mean... Listen, they just never want to be out of each other's sight. Sometimes you want to be out of each other's sight. Sometimes you need that alone time. They don't know that yet, all right? They haven't been married. <laughs> they're just they're in the beginning uh, infatuation phase where, oh, I can't be enough of you. Oh, touch me. <laughs> I love you. I just can't look at you right now. Just go over there. Yeah, please. What we don't know is that the loft, the bathroom also doesn't have walls. So you've got to put like one of those like rice paper dividers. But it's still like I can still hear everything. I don't like this. So we'll just say uh, 2,000 gold. For your deposit and 2,000 gold a month, which I guess maybe we'll do once in this campaign since like we've played, it's been two freaking chapters and it's all been all of like what, two months? Yeah. As you guys are kind of like, you're getting all right. Two weird, maybe gross things happen. Landris. 
Uh-huh. But you, you bring yourself when you're in the bathroom, you look up, there's a mirror there. It's like you can't like not look in the mirror. When you do, you look at yourself and boy, you look, you look kind of worked over. And I don't mean like somebody beat the crap out of you. I mean like life beat the crap out of you like maybe 10 years too soon. This is a new step in your corruption. Okay. You were withered as if by age. Reduce your strength, dexterity, and constitution scores by one point each. Or by however much they would be reduced if you're if you were one age category older, whichever is worse for you. The benefit is you gain a gaze attack that causes foes within 30 feet to become shaken for one round unless they succeed at a will save. You can suppress this ability as a free action and cause it to resume as a swift action. Creature that succeeds at the saving throw is immune to regretful gaze for 24 hours. Uh, here's how the deal this will work. You as Christian telling when you want to use it and in game your shadow is going to do it. So, so you can strategically place when in battle you want to do it. But in fiction, it'll be like your shadow's helping you out when, right, without right. you even asking it. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. <laughs> I'm like, Kentaro? Yeah, what's up? Am I still pretty? Yeah, you're very, you're very pretty. You're you're a very pretty person, Lanaris. I, I turn and look at him. I gaze at him. 18, he fails. He becomes shaken for one round. He's like, Lanaris, you do not look good. I don't feel so good. I feel kind of lethargic. And he kind of brushes your hair back out of your face. Do you need to get some rest? Do we have what well, we have just like a mattress on the floor right now? <laughs> yeah. No, you still have you just have your air mattress, so you have to go out and buy crap. Like, I look at him like, oh yeah. Dude, you just gotta get some rest. Yeah. I'm gonna can you handle moving the rest of this stuff? I'm gonna lay down. Yeah, sure. Vic. Uh-huh. Uh it's a little bit gross, but we describe people's like decapitation, so I don't know why I'm worried about this. When you go to the bathroom, your urine is brownish red and it smells horribly. Hmm, okay. It's it's bad. Like there's like, oh, alert, flag, red alert, concern, red flag. I'm going to call Sarah. What's up? Hey, uh, something's wrong with me. And I step aside from the toilet and like let her look at it. She kind of look, looks at you and goes, we need to get you to, to the doctor right now. And she rushes you off to the doctor to save us nine hours of role playing. The doctor tells you he does some tests on you and he, and he says, uh, I recommend we do an immediate procedure right now. Mm hmm. Your liver, your kidneys, everything seemed to be failing. We need to get you a biofilter immediately. <clears throat> Which is 1,600. No, 16,000. You are forced to buy a biofilter unless you want to die. No, I'll buy it. So there is a choice. You can die. That's me. That's, <laughs> there's a choice. You can retire your character. Shattered body. Last time you added more construct parts to your body, you reach a tipping point. You gain a bonus on fortitude saves against poison and disease equal to half your manifestation level. Your manifestation level is three right now. Additionally, you require only half as much food and water as normal and half as much rest as normal to gain a full night's sleep. However, you must still rest for at least eight hours to prepare spells. You are treated as both a construct and your original creature type for spells and effects that target creatures by type. How long am I in the hospital? I'm going to say it's a quick surgery, just like maybe eight hours. Well, as I'm leaving, I'm like, what is going on with me? I don't know, but I'm worried about you. First my heart, and now my kidneys and liver and all that. You went through so much. Your body's finally catching up to it all. I'm becoming Shiva. That was that metal woman you were talking about, right? Yeah. Apparently at the time, she was, she had the most implants and cybernetic parts and all of that that anyone could ever Wait, have. Wait, what kind of implants? What do you mean? Like, like me, like a new heart and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, I understand. She, she didn't actually have any breasts. Oh. The uh, the guy who did that to her was a real sicko and just thought it would be cool to put on a whole other person's body or, something, or remove her breast or something. I don't know. He's, he got what he deserved, though. Well, hey, while we're out, why don't we go, get, uh, go shop for stuff for our house? Okay. I mean, I'm kind of sore, but we can, we can oh, look no, a little No, no, no. You're right. You're right. I don't know I'm thinking. You, you should go sleep. I'm rest. If me, me and Dahlia go shopping. You know how us girls like to get together. Yeah. I'm glad you have a friend. She's pretty sweet, if not 
direct. Yeah, she's direct. She reminds me a lot of Landris. Or I guess Landris reminds me a lot of her. Oh, I'm just so happy to be out of her parents' house. Ugh. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just about to exchange valentines. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Trailblazers, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Pathfinder Academy? Why don't you try some of our favorite episodes? One of mine definitely has to be the one we did on Romance. That was a great one. We even had Kyle from A-Move TV on for that one. It was an awesome time. You can find Pathfinder Academy on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen, too, so go onto our site, tblazer.net, for a complete list of the ways you can listen. So go ahead, cut some heart-shaped cards, buy some chocolates, grab some dice, and join us. All right, Christian, read your Valentine now. All right. It says, rogues are red, fighters are blue, I'd like to paladin around with you. Aw, thanks, Caleb. No problem, Christian. Just like every time I roll a critical 20, being your friend is simply natural. Turn down for me! Lanris, mm-hmm. you get a, a good sleep. It's restful, uninterrupted. What do you do when you wake up? I look in the mirror to see if I still look old. Yes, of course <sighs> you do. What's Kentaro doing? What's Kent- He's cooking. You see a couple of bags of groceries. I still look old like you. Listen, you don't look... Wait, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, I, do, I do still look pretty rough, though. And look over at my shadow. Your shadow is... I, I, it's a weird way to say this, but brighter. Here's what I mean by that. Even if it's into another shadow, it doesn't disappear. It almost is glossy, sort of like uh, oil. If you ever like when you walk down the street and there's some oil mixed in water and it kind of has that glossy rainbow sheen. It kind of looks like that. A little more vibrant than it ever had been before. Hey, look, look at this. I put in my shadow and like kind of show him that. What's up with your shadow? I, okay, look. You're going to think I'm crazy again, which I might be, but this is true. Um, uh-huh. It's been animating and telling me things. It's what told me to run away from the house or Dahlia's apartment. Maybe you should nap some more. Don't. Come on. <sighs> I've, we saw a lot of things, but you really want me. It was on multiple occasions. Here, watch this. I'm, I'm going to grab like a light. I'm going to like shine it at my shadow, see if it bothers it. It doesn't bother it, but the shadow does not disappear as it would when light is is, is shown on a shadow. You don't think that's weird? I admit it's a little bit strange, yeah. And then I start wrinkling, and I, I can- l- Listen, he puts his hand on both your, your your face, and he looks at you and goes, I believe you, all right, buddy? Don't worry. You say you have a shadow friend, I believe you. And you I can almost see like a little crack smile in the corner of his mouth. I don't, think I don't even know if it's my friend. It, it hurt you. It hurt me? Yeah, when I was- Landris, your shadow has never hurt me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just weird. Listen, why don't we go eat? I'm trying to cook. Hopefully it turned out okay. What are you making? I don't know. I don't care. Make up something. Quiche. Uh, roll for me a D100. Uh, 51. Oh, well, so it's, a, it's, it's average. It's like, okay. All right. <laughs> like one of those mom and pop diners that it's like, I don't know how you're still open, but I guess it was edible. I'm not mad. He looks at you like eager eyes. How was it? It was pretty good. I think my taste buds are messed up, too. Kind of like for his brow, like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> no, I like, I did. I'll do better next time. Listen, I'm not used to cooking. Hey, you don't, you don't have to cook for me. Go. I'm not that I say I don't like your cooking, but, like, don't feel obligated. I look over at the 
computer in the corner. This better not be another attack. Better be the money. In this world, is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that man has no control, even over his own will. I've sent you compensation, as per our agreement. You may divvy it up amongst those who helped you as you see fit. Uh, how much did he transfer? You check your account, 80k. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I look at my account, I'm like, well, now that I'm an old man, I guess I could be a sugar daddy. <laughs> do you see all this money? I, I do. How much do you think you're getting of it? Uh, is this the time? And he's kind of like gesturing at the computer. What? He's still logged on. What, can he hear us? No, but I mean, I guess you could talk to him. He usually leaves in about three seconds every time he talks to us. You still there, Veeam? I am. Oh, that's awkward. Um, <laughs> where'd you send that money uh, you got from the bank? I'm sorry, Lanris. But I can't tell you that. Have to keep things separated. Sure, sure. Are you still gonna be like calling on us to do stuff or is this like the end of the line? That's up to you. I'm willing to continue if you are. In fact, I think there's something you should know. Go to the police headquarters main website. I clickety-clack go over there. <laughs> Select the badge icon in the upper left corner of the screen. Click. It asks for a password. Uh, it wants a password. Before you hit enter to send that message, the password is Bluegill. Bluegill. Enter. Navigate to the temp depository. You'll have to act quickly. They are tracing you and will soon lock you out. Wait, what? <laughs> TMP. Navigate to the temporary folder. There should be several hundred encrypted files. Program transferred. I have transferred a cracking program to you. Run it. Uh, I run it. It will ask you for filter parameters. Enter the following value. Member ID number, 42A6Q. And this gonna try to trace back to my house? So like, am I just seeing like what at the moment? You're seeing what is like equals to you gobbledygook. Just hundreds of, uh, hundreds of files. Just, just have random letters and numbers. I look over at Kentaro. Do it. <sighs> All right. 42A6Q. There was hundreds of files. After you enter that in, it narrows down to only five results. Open the file with the largest file size. Click, click. They found you. I have to go now. Goodbye. And you, a little message pops up. Access denied. And you're forced off the website. However, the file is still open. He said he wanted to show me something, so I'm going to read it. It's Kentaro's police file. Does Kentaro react to it? Seven! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, first, I'm going to see if Kentaro reacts to it. Just His eyes go wide. He's just like, oh, he's just, oh man, I always love when I can do the cool cat thing where the eyes just like fill up the entire eyeball. Uh, it's it's your file. Hey, you okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it looks like you got a seven. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He pumps his fist. What do they have on me? Um, oh, I didn't know you had a sister. Subject Kentaro, race cat folk, mixed descent, male, current occupation, psycho squad, Hannibal DeWitt, commanding officer, previous occupations, gang enforcer, bouncer for redacted, gang affiliations, AAA, aliases, none. Bio. Information about subject's birth family is unknown. According to records obtained from hospital redacted, subject's mother put him and his twin sister up for adoption immediately after birth, giving the hospital full custody. Subject was adopted two weeks later. At the age of 16, subject's adopted parents deceased from a natural cause simultaneously due to a drug-related incident. Police report indicated that a disturbing number of films were found on the subject's home of him and his sister engaging in sexual relations, likely intended for sale by the adopted parents. 
The oldest films were estimated to have taken place while the subject was as young as 10. Even more disturbing was the presence of a custom room where the acts were filmed, which includes several observation rooms likely intended for live viewings of the force acts. Subject escaped custody with his sister soon after being relocated. Subject went off-grid. Only known activities include underground fighting rings and gang affiliations. See AAA dossier. Next was spotted assisting Victor Irons and Landers Malleus to evade arrest, injuring several officers in their escape. See Victor Irons and Landers Malleus and AAA dossiers. Subject was redacted, evading arrest by group captain redacted. Subject's location was ascertained by redacted. A force entry event you've got the rest of this is the similar one to both of yours. Threat level 7. Significant muscle mass indicates hand-to-hand combat speciality. However, subject prefers to use firearms, including special use firearms such as the id rifle and vortex gun. Use of his heavy weaponry makes his target difficult to subdue. However, if he can be lulled into using his more special firearms, subject can be left open for counterattack. Recommend extreme caution when dealing with subjects spread out and do not give him opportunity to target multiple grouped up people at once. The guitar was kind of quiet. Guess they know a lot about me. Can, I don't know what to say. It was a long time ago. I put it behind me. Why does Veeam want us to see this? I don't know. I think I, the question is why does he want you to see it? I don't think he even knew I was here. I I don't think I want to do anything for Veeam anymore. That didn't feel right. What well, didn't feel right about it? I mean, that's that was the police website. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of corrupt cops, but how do you know how much damage we could have just caused? <laughs> you sure turned on a dime. A minute ago, you were uh, you were singing his praises. Yeah, but... He, Listen, it's... Don't, don't make this weird between us now, all right? What? I... Just don't. Don't what? I'm, not th- I'm talking about... No, I'm not... I, I'm more concerned than anything. I'm not... I don't know what you think. I think. I don't know. That was pretty crazy that we just hacked into their website. I'll give you that. Also, he didn't promise us money for that one. No, he just said, there's something you should see. Well, I guess we know all our threat scores now. And he kind of does a half smile. I'll try to kill more people so I can beat you in this tie. <sighs> I wonder what the high score is. Do me a favor. Yeah. Don't show this to Landers. Uh, Kentaro, please. Huh? No! <laughs> I'll get one of them. <laughs> Shiva, I mean, uh, Marcus, I mean, uh, Dahlia, Baron, I mean, uh... Don't show this to Victor, please. I I was gonna delete it. I assume, I don't, I mean, you don't want it sticking around, do you? Yeah, that might be best. Yeah, I'm just gonna, boop. Um, so how much you get? 80,000. Nice. To divvy up as I please. <laughs> well, I guess I have to convince you to please it over my way. <laughs> Well, what's mine is yours. And it's just a question of how much do we give Vic? One popper piece. I don't think I can break it down to amounts that small. <laughs> Fine, we can give him a platinum. <laughs> how about we give him 20000 and take the rest for ourselves? I don't know. It's weird. How do we split it up? I mean, I don't know how to split it up. We all risked our lives. I mean, technically, freaking Eddie and his buddy risked their lives, too. Yeah, but they didn't know anything about this. It's true. We've got 80. I said we split it three ways. So whatever that math works out to. I'm not getting a calculator. What's that noise? 26,000 and two-thirds. I give him 27,000. That's my vote. An even split? Come on. Hey, I think we all shed blood. Fine. You're looking, I'm trying to convince you to give it to Mr. God. What's a God need money for? You know, that's a good point. You make a good point. If he's only going to be a guy, he's got to take the downsides with it. Uh, Can I, like, transfer Victor money? Yeah, sure. Curious, in, like, my history of transfers, like, where does it say that money's coming from? I don't know how much worried I should be about, like, tracking money transfers. I mean, it just says undisclosed location. Undisclosed source. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transfer, uh, Victor over 27,000. Okay. You know, say, maybe I can get a good bed. <laughs> yeah, maybe not not one that's filled with air. That'd be nice. And we can get you some, uh, workout equipment. Couch, maybe some rice paper dividers for the bathroom. I can get a, some painting supplies. You sure you want to <clears throat> go back to painting so soon? Yes. I really want to. And if you draw another 
You know. Well, then we'll know we have to abandon this place, too. <laughs> I guess. Ugh, I don't want to move again. Well, if he comes, then he has to start paying rent. <laughs> Slender Man, give me $20. Vic. Yes? You receive a transfer of money from Landris. Hey, Sarah. Yeah? Looks like we can go get some furniture. Hey, will you lay back down? Oh, uh, I got a message from Landris. He just uh, wired over some money. Oh? What for? About 27000 Uh, I don't know. You don't know why somebody sends you 27,000 gold pieces? I think it has to do with the last job we did. Yeah, I never did question you about where you got your money, but you seem to be getting a lot of it real quick. Are you complaining? Sure we're not going to get in trouble? I hope not. Landers knows what he's doing, I'm, I'm sure. I trust him. We can, uh, you can do a little bit of decorating in here. Just as long as we have enough for me to get me a new jetpack. You want a jetpack? Well, I'm tired of falling out of windows. Yeah, that would help. I had one before, but it was busted up and it, you couldn't really rely on it. Give me a brand new one. Well, you know, actually, weird now that we're here, if you just go down three floors, you can go and ask Vic what was going on. Why would I ask myself? Uh, that's it. I want everyone new character names. You're going to mix them up anyway. This <laughs> is just too close. Too close. <laughs> Landris. Victor. Victor and Landris are practically next to each other in the dictionary. You can just go down and ask Landris, can't you? I, I guess I could, but I'm kind of, you know... Sore for being cut open and... It's true, it's true, it's true. He can come see me. Does he even know? He doesn't even know. No, he doesn't. You want me to tell him? Yeah, could could you go t- down there and tell him? Sure. Getting pretty good at taking care of you anyway. I don't think I need to do much more right now. Well, you are a nurse. I mean, <laughs> it's your job. <laughs> yeah, well, my job is to take care of you, apparently. You're taking up more time than my patients ever have. All right, just don't don't turn in the next ten minutes, okay? I'll be right back. All right. Don't do anything stupid. Stay in the bed. I can't promise that. I think it's a Slenderman. Uh, I don't know. Does he knock? Or the cops, maybe. Come in. Door opens up. Uh, Landris. Hey, Sarah, what's up? Hey, uh, Vic wanted to let you know, um, he just got back from the hospital. Wait, what? Yeah, it's, he's okay, um, for now. What happened? He, he wants to tell you about it. If, I, if you have time, I mean, I don't want to bother you. No, no, I'm, I, I, we got time. We're just setting up still. It looks nice. Very, uh, spacious. That's what I was going for. Are you going to get something to divide that bathroom away? What floor are you guys on? 87th. Wow, what? <laughs> We're high up there. These, these apartment buildings are huge. The buildings in here are always massive. I kind of wordly hustle up the steps. All right, Vicky comes into your room. Hey, buddy. Vic, what happened? Oh, uh, I'm falling apart. You too? Apparently my uh, <laughs> kidneys and liver and all that just sh- decided to shut down. Hey, I got to show you something. What? Turn out the lights. Okay. I mean, I'll still be able to see stuff. Well, uh, here, help me into the closet. What? Help me get to the closet. We're gonna go in the closet. Uh, okay. It's important. Just help me. No, it's Aaron. Yes. Uh, come on, come on. Look, it's, it might be hard for you to see, but look. No, I can see everything, actually. Really? Yeah, I don't know when this happened, but, uh, like, I start pointing stuff out. I'm like, yeah, I can see that and that. You know, there's a coat here. It's blue. Oh, look at my arm. N- not my metal arm, my good arm. L- look at my, like, my scar. I- any of them. Do you see anything? Do I, Caleb? Yes. It glows. A glow-in-the-dark sort of thing. Um, this happened back on the ship when I noticed it, coming out of, after the, the underground place. I was in the shower, and I, and I noticed noticed this. Ever since then, I've been, like, falling apart. Is it just, like, your arms? Or uh, the scars on your arms? Or all you tell me! I don't know where else you got scars. All over, man. Our wall in the closet, we're going to play seven minutes in heaven. You want to take your pants off? Like I take, I lift up my shirt. Anywhere you do find scars, he has glow in the dark. 
Well, I'm just going to say everywhere. Most places. Victor has a bunch of scars from the, the accident before and to all the battles that he's been through. He is pretty scarred up. So uh, Looks like all of them. I don't know what's going on. What do you... You could see, like, perfect in the dark? Um, you know, same story for me, really. When we got back, I was just on the boat brushing my teeth, and, like, five minutes later, I realized I didn't... I never flipped the light switch on. I, like, can't even tell the difference anymore. Um, and my... Kintaro doesn't believe me. But my, my shadow's been doing things of its own volition? Can you see it right now? No, we're in the dark. I can't... I don't have... As you say that, you, you cut yourself off, because you see his shadow. You can see the outline of him. It is a brighter shadow. It's a more, I don't want to use the word purplish, but it's got a rainbow tint to it. Hold on. Hold on a sec. I think I do see it. Yeah. And like, if you shine light on it, it doesn't go away. And it's been, when we ran away from Dolly's apartment, it was telling me to run. Do you think maybe we never actually got cured? Like I told you, I'm starting to think that way. We're turning into something. Or Do you see my face? Let's let's step outside the closet. Oh, right. (laughs) You guys have fun in there? Not really. I'm just staring at Landris. I've had better times in closets. You know, did you get any sleep? Yes, a lot, actually. You don't look any better. I feel tired all the time. Maybe you're just depressed. I don't doubt that, but no, I just, I feel weaker. I feel like I'm 50 years older than I should be. You look at least 10 years older. I thought maybe it was the, the neurological damage from... The temporal accelerator, but, you know, I hope I don't die at 73 years old. It knocked, like, it's supposed to knock about five years off your life. I, I think I'm healthy enough to, you know, break The 72. rate we're going, man, I wouldn't worry about that. You've got maybe three weeks. <laughs> no, seriously, something's happening to us. You said you went to the hospital because the doctors identify it? No, they just say, hey, your organs aren't working. We got to replace them. Like but like they, they did with the heart. They're not working? No, they don't care. They just want the money. Oh, look, we got this thing that will replace you, help you. They don't care. Corrupt doctors like the police officers. Kentaro, have you been feeling anything weird since we left Alia's? Have I been feeling anything weird? No. Yeah, you, have, you got uh, rashes on your side from your stupid armor? Yes, I do have that. I don't think that has anything to do with anything but my armor. I get it. I shouldn't sleep in it. You win, all right? What are we supposed to do? I, I look at my shadow. I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Your shadow's just mimicking you. One day when you guys are going to see it, mm-hmm. it plays this game. I swear. And if this happened to us, then it's happening to Nitsen as well, right? He did the same thing. He did. If you're about to say the solution is to find Nitsen, I think that we've got a million more reasons. I don't know if that's going to help us find him any more than we've already had. Manris, I'm sorry. If you say your shadow's moving, I do believe you. I'm sorry. I mean, I guess there's nothing to do with the doctors can't do anything. We'd have to find Nitsen. He's to figure it out once. He'd have to figure it out again. How are we going to find him? <sighs> I have no idea. Oh, thanks for the money. I got that. Oh, right. That was a Veeam. Oh. I mean, I he gave us the money and then we split it up. wonder if he's going to have anything else for us. I, I hope not. I'm kind of suspicious now. Why? When he gave me the money, he asked me to do something else and we kind of hacked the police website. You know how to hack the police web- website? No, he just told me what to do. I always thought like he'd have to like break into stuff. It was just putting in passwords and just navigating to stuff and dragging files over. I don't know. I just it just feels like taken from banks is one thing. Uh, the police they're not all bad, right? Well, not all banks are bad either. I don't know. We'll see. What, we'll see what comes of these last two before we decide to do anything else with Veeam. Yeah. He to be fair, he didn't even really have us take anything of importance. I mean, how do we know that? 
I don't know what I was looking at, did you? No. I mean, it was temporary stuff, but in Lang's email, it said, like, it was kind of a security overlook. The stuff stays in temp. There's a copy of it made when it's deleted. Maybe that was all stuff that should have been deleted. But hey, you're, that stuff that's redacted in our files was deleted, I guess, so maybe there's... Maybe we'll see that. Oh, Vic, we found out I'm, uh, a threat level 7. What?! Shoot the finger gun at you. Yeah, there was that. I shoot as much things as you do. I even get in closer. I, like, go wailing on them. I guess you don't shoot them as good as I do. I just don't have the bigger guns that you have. If I remember the wording, it was significant muscle mass indicates yeah, hand-to-hand specialty. Anyway, we got a lot of money. We can do what we want with it. I'm going to get me a jetpack. Oh, so you'll fly instead of fall? Yeah. Well, it'll get better soon, buddy. If you need anything, let us know. How long is it going to take you to recover? Uh, they said it wasn't going to be that long. They, I mean, I walked in, I had the surgery, and I walked out. Yeah, sooner or later, you're going to you're gonna be you know, the next Shiva. Yeah. We should set up like a, you know, cans with strings between our apartments for when we need to get a hold of each other. <laughs> just go out and get some communicators. Or we can do that boring idea. Sorry, I don't have as interesting ideas as you. Are our, um, are our apartments on the same side of the building? I really don't care. It's up to you. I kind of want to say they are just so I can climb up to their window if I ever want to. And Fine, them. yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to get some rest. Yeah, uh, let us know if you need anything. I need all this to end. I'm turning into a robot. Hey, maybe uh, maybe Kataro can put Venbots programs in you. You just want those loyalty re- rewards. <laughs> all right, see you around, Vic. Yeah. So you guys are walking back up, Landry. He says to you, this is feeling nice, or it's almost starting to feel normal. What is? I mean, we're going around visiting friends, getting talking about buying sofas. You know, looking at our ethereal shadows and glowing scars and well, trying listen, to figure out why we're dying. It's about as normal as we've gotten in a while. <laughs> I'm sorry, would you like me to spray paint the Slender Man on the, on the, the wallpaper? Would that make you feel more at home? <laughs> no, I'm, I could paint. Can you paint? I'll paint on the walls. Hey, well, we were at a dinner the other day. Uh, which, which story were you going to tell? I, I don't remember. And he kind of looks down and scratches the back of his head, which you've known him long enough to. It's like his telltale sign of lying. Because it sounded like you're going to tell the, uh, the window incident. Listen, I wasn't. There's a lot of interesting stories. Who can remember which one I was going to tell? <laughs> I, I go over and hold, take his hand. Okay, maybe I was going to tell the window story. Since when do you talk about those things Since in public? wine gets into my system? <laughs> That's why I don't drink. Hey, listen, who was not drinking during the drinking contest? You weren't. I was wondering about that. Well, that and the fact that I didn't want to face a robot who had a biofilter installed. An alien cat human lady. She cheated. And Tar, who I'm surprised did not win that. <laughs> That was kind of a fun night. She get wine into you more often. Nah, strongly disagree. <laughs> Maybe when we're alone. You're holding my hands in the streets, too. I like that. If only we could do that without the armor. I can do it without the armor. I don't know if I can do it without the drinks. <laughs> Does it really mean that much that I hold your hand in public? We have our own apartment now. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll hold your hand all day if you want to in the apartment. <laughs> as long as we close the blinds. <laughs> Even though we're on the 85th line. <laughs> Vertebrates could see as they pass by. Hey, by the way, I think that's one of our only rides in a vertebrate that didn't blow up or well, I mean, apparently go bad in some way. Alarak was in there with us, so, you know, bad in its own way. I was kind of hoping you didn't notice that. I didn't want you to, but you did, huh? I mean, not our fault. They let him. How do you let him slip out of a helicopter? I don't know. How did you hand him medical equipment? Because it didn't look like him. But when I tell people there's Alarak in a vertebrate, you should kind of treat like, oh, look, it was just Sanchez in the vertebrate. That's normal. I know. They're not. They're not gonna listen to Psycho Squad. I'm the only person who's listened to us so far is Dewitt, and even he's taken it at an 
arm's length, which I don't blame. I don't know, next time we do anything involves a comet, on our way back, we make sure everyone takes off their helmets. You're the only one that wears a helmet. I mean, Alarak was wearing a helmet. Sanchez was wearing a helmet. If we had to take off his helmet, we could have seen him. Instead of handing him med supplies, we could have handed him a bullet. Is that what the, your gun uses? Because it doesn't look much like bullets. No, it doesn't use bullets. <laughs> it is a pretty cool gun, though. It's a pretty boss gun. I, freaking, I nailed that CDM, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even touch it. Apparently the only thing I'm not good at against is grenades that go off in about four second intervals down freaking eight flights of stairs. Or not stairs, just floors. We made our own stairs. Oh, that was rough. Look, now I got this permanent thing he like shows you on his back. You see this thing here? What? It's like four inches long. Look at it. That's average. No, the scar, idiot. <laughs> uh, it's fur will grow over it. And also, but... who told you that was average? <laughs> I, I could paint over it. No, I don't need to be painted. Sorry, thank you. This feels like we add new stuff to our collection. Bleeding for people we don't care about. Almost dying. What's wrong with this world that Eddie is the most sane person in the police department? I mean, you can't compare people to gods. <laughs> I guess not. He rubs his face with his hands. Like rubbing his eyes with his palms. Never thought I'd be a cop. I don't think anyone else is acting insane, just they don't... They're acting on the information they have. For them, this isn't anything out of the ordinary. But we know there's something behind it. Heck, all we can do about it. I just hope Elson pulls through with that evidence. We need it. Yeah, I'm holding my breath. That's what a captain, highly decorated officer, is going to do. Stick it out his necks for a couple of guys in Psycho Squad. At least it was on the report. I was kind of under the impression that maybe it was secretive, but I guess it's not. I'm sure his report, if he was honest with us, talked about us escaping instead of him letting us go. I know I just slept for like eight hours, but I think I need more sleep. I don't know if you ever sleep that ugly mug away. I think you're stuck with it. <sighs> don't say that. Oh, come on. There's people a lot older than you. They look a lot worse. I'm only 68 years old. 108, I think is what you meant to say. Hey, come on. You're starting to catch up with me. I didn't think that was going to happen. That was pretty quick. It's all thanks to you, huh? And he looks down at the shadow. So what else does it do? Does it dance? It pantomimes. Because it can't talk. It uh, stares at people. It's slowly killing me, maybe. You know, save you one minute, kill you the next. That's about everything in our lives. <laughs> when are you going to try to kill me? Mm, depends on how long it takes to get the life insurance out uh, out on you. <laughs> I think I have to wait two months until wrongful death will still count. I'm telling you, the rates are me are going to be crazy high. <laughs> oh, I never thought I'd be moving in with somebody so soon. I mean, I got enough money. Do you want your own place? No, no, I don't. I like it. And we're close to our friends, or what's left of them. Your sister's a pill, by the way. I, a what? A pill. What's that mean? I mean, she's uh, a trip. Crazy. She's interesting. Is that a is that a good thing? Are you insulting my sister? I'm not. <laughs> I guess a little bit, maybe. My sister's a good person. Yeah, good or not, if we weren't dating, I would. I would. I got a good a couple uh, good pickup lines. I would have used on her. Hey, come on! It's my sister. <laughs> she's pretty. She's a pretty girl. <laughs> she looks better in her clothes than I do. I think. <laughs> I mean, I disagree, but I, I have a bias in this game. All right, tell me this one would have worked on her. All right, ready for this one? Right. Don't don't tell. No, this is weird. <laughs> Hey, hey, baby, if I... <laughs> What's wrong is that I actually have some pickup lines. Remember, I don't know why I've never used them, nor have I ever had need to use them. Hey, baby, if I said your body was hot, would you hold it against me? All right, well, you, you can go try it because we're officially broken up. I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell me how it goes. <laughs> you heard her talking. She says she didn't have a guy in a while. I bet, you, I bet you go for anything that breathes and wants to be with her. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I have a new favorite hobby, and that's making you feel awkward. Dahlia has the highest possible standards. It's not that she can't get a guy. She can't keep a guy. 
Ah, uh, I see. The second anything's wrong, they have like one little hiccup. It, it's it's over. She thinks it's not going to work out. How come she still take care? Still takes care of you. That's what I've been trying to figure out for sixty-eight years. I got to pay her back, but I don't know how. Uh, I think her apartment's a good start. I can't get back her life's work. I'll tell you what. We'll go. We'll hire Comet and or uh, the Gemini gang. We'll hire them both to blow up the RSF generator. How's that? That'll make it up to her. <laughs> Maybe. Then when I do date her, we can have kids. Stop Bam. it. Worked it all together. It's all worked together. It's all coming around. This is the weirdest conversation. Stop. That's why I like, and he rubs your like your chipped ear. See, that's why I like your ear so much because it made you feel so awkward. Now Stop. I got something else to you do. Uh, I'm just adding tools to my little tool belt. All right, let's go. Let's go get crap. I want I want stuff in our house. I don't want it empty, and we have to get something to divide that bathroom up from the rest. I just can't really right now. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Vic, what you doing? I actually want to go shopping. I want to take Sarah antiquing. <laughs> Fantasy antiquing. Fantasy antiquing. I got I got a reason for it. In a, in a world that is only what three hundred years old, right? I want to go to a, no, seriously, though, I want to go to a shop where people know about the homeland and they might make, like, reproductions of it, like, of stuff from there. So, I want to go to a place that, um, that specializes in religion from the home, home world. Okay, you go to a place, it's got, like, all sorts of, like, holy symbols hung up and different, like, little, like, miniature altars. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, guy, uh, Mr., uh... Reginald T. Bluff. Oh, Mr. Bluff. I am looking for... Oh, you could just call me Reggie. Okay, Reg. Um, do you know anything about the god Quetzalcoatl? 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 Maybe that's it. Quetzalcoatl. Um, let me see. And he opens it. Boom! He lays this huge book down. Like, this massive book. There's like a thousand, like, bookmarks and fabrics holding out of it. And he goes, let me see. Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl. How do you spell that? Uh, I can barely say it. So, spelling it... Okay, all right. Q's. Let's see. Under K. Oh, here it is. Under Q. Quetzalcoatl. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. You'd like to know. We've got some things about, uh, so he wasn't a very largely worshipped god in the home world, so I don't have anything in stock, but I can make you something if you want. I want a, um, medallion or a symbol or something. Sure. He shows you the spelling, by the way. It's ridiculous. Q-U-E-T-Z-A-L-C-O-A-T-L. That is crazy. He uh, shows you the symbol yin-yang. This is his symbol. It's supposed to represent perfect balance in all things. Apparently he's the god of balance. Um, there's really not a lot of information on him. I'm sorry, nothing. We, we don't have enough of us. No, that, that's fine. Can you make me a symbol of uh, of that? Yes, absolutely. Cool. And what about Anubis? You know anything about him? Uh, Anubis. Oh, you're, if you thought Quetzalcoatl was stretching here. I do have him here, but I've. you're the first person in my life to ever ask about Anubis. He's god of burial, the dead, funeral rites, mummification, and tombs. And his symbol is this. And he shows you a picture of a black jackal head. Uh, I've got even less information about Mr. Anubis, I'm so sorry to say. I, I don't really need information. I, if you want to know some of the main deities we worship, we have a whole lot more information on them. I I would just like some some uh, of their symbols, just uh, one of each, please. Uh, sure. May I ask uh, what what brings you so interested in these two gods? Oh, uh, I, my grandfather just talked about them a lot when when he came over. They just they just sounded like the the most interesting out of the uh, the gods from the home world. I can have ready by tomorrow night. That sounds great. I, uh, how much do I owe you? Oh, we'll just say, um, see, she takes some time making a custom one, usually the more, just probably about 25 gold pieces each. Okay. I give him 50 gold. Oh, excellent. Come by tomorrow night and I'll have it for you. Okay. I also want to find a jetpack. Okay. You get one. And then I say, tell Sarah wherever she wants to go, we'll go. Oh, you should never say that to Sarah. She takes you all around. 
getting all sorts of things for your house. That's fine. It's very quickly, you're like, oh, wow, see, we get 85000 all of a sudden you're spending it like crazy. Which is actually kind of reverse. Even though you made money as a nurse, she made good, she made good yeah. money. She worked for it. She worked a lot, but she still made good money. Hey, uh, are you not working now? I am. I took a week vacation when you came back. Oh, that's that's good. Yep, it's paid. That's always nice. I earned it. Yeah, yeah, you did. Maybe next time you're messed up, I'll have to replace your bio filter or whatever comes up next. Let's hope nothing like that happens. Yeah, that nothing bad happens to you and Psycho Squad. So you didn't like any of those uh, deities? No, never been much for worshiping gods. No, me neither. Surprised you actually found those two gods in that book. Yeah, I know. I thought those were made up. One of them sounded made up. I don't even, still don't even know how to pronounce that name. Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. It's just Anubis, honey. It's very simple. No, no. <laughs> yeah, doesn't say much or anything at all. Hey, Jacob, you want to play some D&D tonight? I can't. Uh, I have to go make love to my wife tonight. Oh, well, um, uh, next time I'll, uh... You know, I don't even know if I love her anymore. I don't really know her. Like... What am I gonna do? Someone should tell Jacob that people change and it takes effort to stay connected with someone. But in the meantime, the fellows at Tales from the Lich always stay connected through gaming and friendship. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com Hey, uh, happy Valentine's Day. While you guys are out shopping, you two run into each other. You four. What a coincidence. You're, you're like, you're like at the food court of the mall. <laughs> well, I pro- I would actually be looking uh, in similar places, people that care about stuff in the home world, because I'm seeing if anyone picked up my bow and is trying to pawn it off. Ooh, okay. No. And I guess I see Victor in the crowd because he's very noticeable. <laughs> oh, Vic. Hey, Vic. Oh, hey. What are you doing here? As as Tar has all of their stuff. Not Vic's not, uh, Lander's not holding one back. It's all on Tar. It's all on Katara. You know, just getting stuff for the apartment. Uh, I was looking for my bow. Did you see it in any... I saw you were in that store. Did you see it in there? It's just religious stuff in there. Oh, just... You're a religious person now? No, I, I'm I'm just doing something. Sure, okay, yeah. It's not really that important, but... If you say so. You guys are, like, walking and talking. You're outside, you're walking back, and there's a flash in the sky, which, again, you're in Lower Kadesh, so, like, the sky goes up to the, the, the upper platform, right? And... A rainbow of colors emerges, and it goes from the center and just spreads out in all directions above you. And then you hear music from everywhere. Everything around you begins to transform. It comes from the sky, it starts at the top of buildings and works its way down. And they turn to golds and blues and stained glass and all sorts of reds and just a billion different bright rainbowish colors. And instead of the hard, cold steel, it's expensive metals, platinum, things are made of gold. And there's bright signs and balloons and there's uh, like clowns and things that start pouring out of these buildings. And everyone is just awestruck around you. And as like, almost like glitter spirals around people and all through them and streets are now paved with gold. And then there is fireworks that go off in the in the uh, in the air. And then as the fireworks kind of dissipate, you see what looks like the face of somebody wearing this large top hat. And you can see somebody floating in the sky. And he says, "Welcome to the magical mystery tour." And he opens up his hands, and out of his sleeves 
fire out rockets that are in the shapes of dragons. They start swirling around the sky. And he says, coming to you, an exclusive experience. I travel all the worlds and all the dimensions. And I am here for a limited time only in your world here in Kadesh. And you hear an applause and you hear a crowd. Though you look around, nobody's clapping. Nobody's saying anything. Everyone's just completely stunned. But you hear that, yeah, And you say, <laughs> the clowns around you are against everything. They're very stark because there's all these bright rainbow colors and they're in black and white face paint and stuff, wearing black and white clothes. Still extravagant, ridiculous clothing, but they almost have like all frowns on them, almost like they're all very uninterested. And they're just clapping, like going through the motions, like, yay, it's just another Thursday. And uh, this guy goes, I am your master of ceremonies, Dr. Ulrizage, and I have brought mysteries from all the dimensions here for you to see extraordinary things, amazing things, frightening things, all for you to have today here at the Magical Mystery Tour. And then they get, ah, you hear a big thing, and they're like one clown next to you. Yay. He goes, games of chance, exciting fancies, places to spend your money. Everything is here for you. Fun times abound at the Magical Mystery Tour. And every time he says the words Magical Mystery Tour, more fireworks show up and explode into different shapes and different alien things. You're like, I don't know what that's supposed to be, but it's supposed to be something. And stars and smiley faces all up in the air. And he says, risk big, win big, you can win your heart's desire, or just have a little fun for a limited time only, here in Kadesh! And again, fireworks out of his sleeves, and he turns, he kind of spirals around, and he blinks out of existence, and a lightning bolt comes down from where he was, and lands, and he lands on top of a building, and he says, the Magical Mystery Tour is now open! Now, pouring out of the buildings that have transformed all around you are clowns on unicycles, and they're like juggling, and there's like a fire dancer, a guy swallowing a sword, but they're all doing it so through the motions. They're killing the vibe of everything that this guy is trying to show off with all these fireworks and things. But now there's constant music everywhere, there's fireworks, there's like arcades, there's everything this is this is a the carnival from heaven this is way overblown and Kintaro's mouth is like literally like open like jaw on the floor sort of thing <laughs> you just instead of Kintaro's mouth drop you just hear clink as he drops all of the groceries and all the the things you had bought hey, hey. <laughs> welcome to our world honey this is a, a normal thing for you huh pretty much I don't know about that come on we've seen crazy stuff it's definitely not abnormal no no not at all <laughs> I, I'm surprised that Guitaro is surprised. He kind of looks at you. My apartment just transformed into a giant funnel cake. <laughs> that looks amazing. I wonder if we can eat our room. Hey, stop eating my apartment! He, like, runs over to somebody. <laughs> do you... Do you think that guy's magic? He says... <laughs> he said that he goes to all different worlds and dimensions. That's what stuck out to me. Wait, do you think he's using real, like, that's not crystals? Do you think that's real magic? Of course that's real magic. Don't worry, it's real. And you look over and there's a clown and he's juggling on a unicycle and he's juggling, like, broken bottles of glass. I punch him in his face. Ow, dude. Sorry, I don't, on, I'm sorry. clowns creep me out. Bro, why you stereotype? Come on. I'm sorry, you just snuck out behind me. I didn't know. I'm just trying to entertain you with fun and happiness. I'm so sorry. I really am. You're not doing great on that front, honestly. Man, now I got blood all over my 
makeup. It's some color. Guess. I'm sorry. Uh, here, a hand of a gold. Oh, thanks. Uh, sorry about that. He bites it, and then he puts it in his pocket. Why do you bite that? You know how many people handle gold? That's disgusting. <laughs> Welcome to the Magical Mystery Tour. What is this about, man? Would you like to buy? Would you like to buy some dip, fantasy dipping dots? <laughs> it's like ice cream, but they're little balls, so it's fun for the whole family. That does sound. Can fun. you tell us what this is all about? It's the Magical Mystery Tour. I thought that was kind of made clear. <laughs> but what? What? That doctor, ooh, ooh, whatever, guy. Is he, is he like, is he a wizard or something? Yes, he's one of the most powerful wizards in all the worlds. And he just... He's come to bring fantasy and excitement to your very front door for a limited time only. You don't seem very excited about that. No, thrilled. <laughs> uh, look, how are we going to meet him with that guy? If I'd be any more excited, I would die. You'd like to meet with the doctor? He usually runs stuff over in the battle square. Battle square. The battle square. Yeah, but you also see him emceeing the circus. Occasionally, he do tours through the zoo. He's all around usually. When the big events happen in the battle square, you'll sure to see him there. Won't be for a while though. Vic, you think that guy might be able to tell Are us what's wrong with us? Are you gonna buy the dipping dots or not? Yes, I am. <laughs> it's one silver piece. Please. Dipping dots all around. Here. Everybody have them. He hands you the dipping, <laughs> the fantasy dipping dots. Yes. Enjoy flavor with every bite. What's ice cream when I eat it? <laughs> hey, just unrelated note. Do you know somebody who can fix a unicycle? Uh, let me look at it. You, since it, he fell when you punch him in the face, it's bent a little bit. A 30 on that. All right, we're using your metal arm. You bend it back in place. Thanks, I've always wanted a unicycle with a weird dent. <laughs> you made my dreams come true. Try not to sneak up on people, any. I mean, it, I... I I'm sorry, really am, but... You think after everything going around, a clown in the youth cycle would be the least eventful thing you'd see? Wait, what do you mean by that? Did you notice that apartment building became a funnel cake? <laughs> it's free, by the way. You can have as much of that as you want. I wouldn't recommend licking the candy cane, that, though. Usually kids get their hands that's all That's our over apartment it. it's building. kind of unsanitary. That, that, we can still live there, right? Don't worry. It's only here for a limited time only. But where are we supposed to sleep? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I just sell Dippin' Dots and, and juggle and ride a unicycle. Okay, we gotta go find someone that actually knows something about all this. Okay, I have a magical time. <laughs> you, you too. So what do we see around us? What are the attractions? Cheese Louise, there is... It's it's limitless potential. Limitless potential, I tell you. And occasionally things will shift and change. And you're looking, you're like, oh, that was the court building. And now it's it's Candy Cane Maze Town. And there's a lot of stuff aimed for kids, which is not hitting well, given that there are no kids. That's <laughs> hitting well with me. I want to find like a trampoline equivalent bounce house kind of thing. <gasps> there's a bounce. There's like a bouncy mansion. Guitar, guitar, let's go. And combine bouncy mansion and ropes course. So you can fall onto the rope from the ropes course to the bouncy castle. I don't think... Let's do that one. I just don't think a guy that's made of, of mostly metal now should uh, be bouncing in a balloon. You get to the bouncy <laughs> the bouncy castle and there's a picture of Dr. Uwezach. It's very animated and like cartoony and chibi. And it says, you must be this tall to ride. It's like to the top of his top hat. And it comes up to like your stomach. Excuse me, sirs, please stand next to the sign to see if you're tall enough for this ride. It's too much fun for youngsters. <laughs> I, I think I make it. Congratulations, sir. You can come in for the low, low fee of only five gold. Good grief! Go <laughs> limited right, time only. Limited time only. Yeah, here, here. It, one for him, too, when I point at Kentaro. <laughs> Have a magical time. Oh, come on, Sarah. You sure about this? Come on, Sarah. Have a little fun. What are you going to do? Go back to your apartment and eat your way out? 
Wait, what's Dahlia doing right now? Was she in the apartment? Is she okay? That's a good point. I don't know. Hey, hey, that guy, what happens to people in the buildings when they change? I don't know, man. I just run the bouncy house. If, if you're hungry, there's a guy that sells dipping dots over there. They were delicious, I know. They're really They're great. fantasy dipping dots? All right. Sorry, you're right. That was wrong. I mean, they're fantasy dipping dots. Just like this fantasy bouncing castle. Okay, well, this has been really an entertaining conversation, but <laughs> I'm going to deal with the next customers in line. And you look and there's no one in line. How are people missing up on that? All right, more for us. <laughs> All right, you get, you're playing in a bouncy cat mansion. And Rope's course. <laughs> Tara's climbing, and he's like, you know, is this, like, liberating? And he just falls and lands and, like, bounces and thing. It's like, when you stop caring, it's it's less stressful. I'm, like, tackling Sarah. <laughs> Keep pushing her over and all that. It's like a girl, you like, ugh, and you push her and you pull uh-huh. her hair. She's surprisingly, like, kind of going along with this. Almost maybe she's just, like, it's making you happy. I can't bounce too much. This side's still not healed, but... I bet I could bounce the highest. You go for it, man. Oh, hey, wait, wait. wait you no, sit I'll, down. I'll double bounce Sit down. You. Yeah, sit oh, down, man. and we'll all jump at the same time. All right. One, two, three. Oh, I think we bounced too hard. Dude, come, bro, man. So what do you guys You doing? got magic. <sighs> we have claws. I thought oh, you compensated for this stuff. Man. And he goes over, and he opens up like a little closet, and he pulls out like a wet floor sign, but it says temporary closed for renovations. The ride is attraction is currently closed for repairs. Can't Dr. Ulajaz fix this? Come on. Did you just see him open a closet in the middle of nowhere? Please leave the area. <laughs> is on. it like, is like the bathhouse coming in on us? Yes, it's, it's slowly consuming you. <laughs> I'm cracking up. <laughs> like, oh no, how will we get out in time? Kentaro, like, from behind you, grabs you around the waist and around your mouth and pulls you back. And he's like, oh, nope, you're not getting out of this. Looks like you're gonna have to get eaten up by the giant bat. Come on, dudes, come on. I gotta, I gotta reset the whole... Oh, man. Oh, I get paid by the hour. What do I care? And he walks over and he sits down and he opens up a book and licks the page and turns it and starts reading a book. I guess we eventually crawl out of the, uh, remains of the bounce. Nope, after. he grabs you like and pulls you back in. <laughs> You just see, you just see, you just see Landris disappear into the conglomerate of clown balloon patterns all over the bouncy castle. Come on, guys. <laughs> and and uh, Sarah kind of turns to you and goes, well, those two are having fun. Yeah. What do you want to do? I, I don't know. It's, it's, you should have a day of rest. Whatever you want to do. And Guitaro like runs out and he goes, he's still looking for me in there. <laughs> I want to go meet that guy. I think everyone in the city right now. Ten gold pieces says DeWitt's on his way to him right now. Guitar, I know you don't have ears, but I know you can hear me. Oh, uh, you almost got me. I'm right there. I think, I bet you, man, the police are going ballistic right now. I actually almost, I wish I had a camera to see how crazy everyone's going right now. Oh, you look up and there's now a sky. You can't see Upper Kadesh. It's a sky of rainbow clouds. Which would be weird if you had never seen clouds before, but I guess now it's just like as if you saw normal clouds. Kataro, you're trapped. Where'd you go? <laughs> uh, help me. You're, uh, you gotta save me. I think it's, this would be pretty funny. Hannibal must be going out of his mind. Yeah. I wonder what Katan's doing. Him and his stupid perfect hair. <laughs> Maybe he has a heart attack, old man. Old bugger. Wait, what's wrong with Katan? You hear Sarah go. Wait, he's not in on this too, is he? Maybe? I don't know. Ah, the rubber's sticking to my fur. <laughs> I, I gotta go get him. Oh no, you almost got me! And he gets in and he finds you and pulls you out. <laughs> Dude, your eye starts laughing. Look at you! And your hair is all like uh, static clinged, straight up. Oh, 
Whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. I lunge and poke Vic's arm. <laughs> you shot oh! Vic, and he shuts down all his mechanical parts, and you murder him. <laughs> Have a magical time. <laughs> all right, what's next? This is great. I love this. This is surely something, and he goes over. There's like a map, like a mall map. We could go to the circus. We are here, huh? We are We are here. We go to the zoo. There's a parade. There's enticing attractions, whatever that is. A There's zoo? A- That's kind of offensive. <laughs> I guess only if they put cat folk in it. Parade, circus, zoo, anything else? There's Is there another bounce thing. house? There's, I, I don't know how many duplicates they made at the bounce house. You see the guy over there? He is has a bicycle pump, and he's trying to pump up the giant bouncy mansion. What's this attraction here? This sounds interesting. Which one? Wondrous attraction. Oh, you mean the enticing, or enticing one? Yeah, enticing one. Um, sure. I like to be enticed. Let's see what that's all about. So you go to there. Sarah, Sarah, can you call Dahlia and tell her to come over here? She's missing out on all the fun. Yeah, sure. Hey, Dahlia, and then Dahlia surprises you from behind. What the heck is going on? Are you funnel cake? <laughs> My stove turned into a funnel cake. <laughs> you got some cin- cinnamon Instead on your shoulder. Instead of water, out sugar powder came out of the faucet. Uh, this is magical carnival. It's all I can really describe this as. Did you hear him say he's from another world? Yeah, I hope that's true. Well, hope he didn't turn the fire departments into hamburgers. What if there's a fire? <laughs> And then we'll cook the hamburgers on the fire. Also, here, look at this. And she holds a cup of dipping dots. Have you seen these things? They're delicious. Are you done with those? Because I'll finish them. No! And she pulls them away from you. <laughs> this is amazing. It's like, it's kind of like how I hope, uh, like going back to the homeworld would feel. I mean, I hope that nothing in the homeworld is made of cotton candy, but. <laughs> We're about to go over to uh, enticing attractions. Does that sound enticing to you? Oh, if it has a bunch of, was just a bunch of pictures of me? All right, you guys go over to the enticing attractions. On your way there, uh, a clown kind of comes up to you and goes, would you like to take a picture to memorialize your time? Yes. Please stand there. Smile. One, two. Come on, smile. Be more cheery like me. <laughs> Come on, man. Three. It prints out a little picture. Here you go. I kiss Kentaro on the cheek as he takes the picture. Aww. And Kentaro's making a face like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> One platinum, please, please. Platinum? Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. I, I want it. Why? What do other magical picture takers charge? That's what I thought. One platinum piece, please. Thank you for your patronage. Have a magical time. You gotta picture you guys all together. Before anyone emails me, no, the picture is n- doesn't look anywhere near the same as the one that came with Hope. <laughs> it's a completely different style. Wait, you mean Dahlia doesn't look like Anubis? No, she does not. Yeah, but still like the picture type. Looking at the paper and all that stuff, it's very different. Oh. Uh, so you don't have all like, oh no, this was where they were supposed to have the picture, but things change. I mean, I'm going to take the picture. I don't know if other people want copies. And slip it in my pocket or whatever. And you, as you're like, you're passing by, like, there's, there's, there's no food court. There's just food kiosks everywhere. And, one, and the guy's like, come one, come all, have the most magical food that's ever been created. We've crossed all the dimensions and all the worlds, and we've just found the one single most delicious food in all the world. What is deep fried? It's where you take it and you make anything much better. <laughs> wait, wait, what's the most delicious food in all the many universes? It says deep fried Twinkie. It, this food will blow your mind and your lid will come off. It's so magical and delicious. It's like you're having a party in your mouth. Like the Magical Mystery Tour has set up its own little amusement park on top of your tongue. This wondrous <laughs> and magical food is called the hot dog. Would you like one? I don't really want to eat a dog. It's not a dog. Do you know what it is? Why is it called a hot dog? No one knows what it is. <laughs> Dr. Urizaj cast 19 spells trying to figure out what was inside of the thing and all it came back was try again later. 
Chili is this delicious food that makes it explode in your mouth even more deliciously. It's like if somebody gave you gold and then wrapped it in platinum. I will take a chili cheese dog. <laughs> this guy's description is selling me. I'm going to try a hot dog. Sir, would you like anything on top of your hot dog? Oh, what are the options? Like another hot dog? He just points down and there's like a list of sauerkraut, mustard, ketchup. There's a whole bunch of things, half of which you don't know what they are. Um. And at the end he says, or all the way, all the toppings. Just say, I want it all the way. I want it all the way. <sighs> of course. <laughs> Sir, what would you like on your chili cheese dog? Chili cheese? Yes, you can't have a chili dog without cheese. I think it's against the law. No, yeah, I mean, that, that's it. I'll just take a chili cheese dog. I'll, I'll take just a plain hot dog. Everybody orders stuff and he makes stuff. Gold piece, everybody pays. Have a magical time. And the, like as everybody's eating it, Katara's like, I don't know. It seems kind of okay. <laughs> what is on mine? Okay, let's talk about it. There's me. Oh, wait. I mean, look up. What is this? I should know. I know that I live near Chicago. What's a Chicago style hot dog? I wrote hot dog. Let's 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 not look up the results. <laughs> Chicago of style. Nope. Nope. Okay. Here's what you got on your 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 hot dog. You got a kosher pickle, a dash of celery salt, yellow mustard, sport peppers, which kind of look like banana peppers, neon relish, diced onions, fresh tomatoes, and steamed poppy seed bun. Shikotaro, you didn't get all the stuff on it. That's probably why yours isn't amazing. Yeah, I guess. Do you want to try it? Yes. Oh, disgust! Ah! He spits it out. That is not magical. I'm going to remember all these flavors for the ring. Okay, great. The ring, to the best use, it can make hot dog flavors. Of all the delicious things you could have come up with, you've chosen hot dog flavors. You get finally get to enticing attractions. Why do you think the clowns all look depressed? Probably because they do this all the time, all day, every day. Do you think they? Do, I think they do it on purpose. I think it's like a an actor kind of thing. Like it's part of. I the think appeal. it was genuine. I think they're just tired. I mean, they're even dressed in black and white. Like it's got to be intentional. Maybe it's mood paint. What does that exist? I don't know. It's magic. There's these pieces of wood carved over entrances, right? See the rare fallen angel, the mysterious siren, and they're wooden sculptures. They're just, yeah, they're just little wooden signs over these doorways where they have, like, beads separating the rooms. So you can go in either uh, doorway. Correct. Hmm. Fallen Angel. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't, neither of these sound enticing to me, but I guess we'll see. All right, you go in and there's all these little wooden chairs set up in a very small room and there's a couple of people sitting and kind of looking at it. Seems like some people are finally kind of getting into the carnival. There is this very small stage and the curtain kind of opens up and there's this woman, this beautiful woman kind of wrapped in these wings and these white feathery wings separate to show this beautiful woman in a sequence dress white i know this is not a thing you say with sequence dresses but tasteful very tasteful she kind of slowly rises and as she rises her wings open up and kind of display and she looks up and she i would describe it this way it looks like she tries to smile she puts on sort of a a smile but it's not particularly convincing. This is much different than the guys who were said. It's like she's trying, but she can't. And then the curtains close. And this sort of repeats every five minutes. And people kind of come in and out to see it. Mm, let's go see the other one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's new. I don't know if it's that. I don't know. Let's go see the other one. Siren? Yeah, like, you know, a vertebrae. Can we not? Oh. It's the same thing, kind of wooden chairs and stuff, but there's a guy up there, and he's, like, talking to one of the clowns. And then when he looks up and the clock hits the five-minute mark, he goes, oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And he kind of 
dressed up similar to kind of like Ulrich's kind of looked with a top hat. He's got like this coat on where it has like tails. You know those uh, the, I forget what I guess they're just called tails on the back of a suit. But the, he's he's not black and white like all the clowns are. He's bright color. He's meant to stick out, which kind of does the reverse since everything is so colorful. He kind of blends in and the clowns kind of stick out. And he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever heard the expression lured to the siren's call?" Of course you have some of you yes but have any of you actually heard a siren's call the sirens mythical beasts mythical creatures a beast forgive my hasty words for they are much more than that these were snatched from a world so different than ours that you couldn't find a place to place your foot where one could sail for generations and still never hit land and these would entice sailors as they sailed by to come over to them and listen to their beautiful music. Here, now, something that few mortal ears have ever heard. A siren's song. And as he says that, he kind of bows very low and moves to the side and kind of dips out the curtains part. And there is a tank, a water tank, sort of like a magician's half. And immersed is this, this siren, which looks like a beautiful girl. And she begins to sing. Upon one summer's morning, I carefully did stray. Down by the walls of Wapping, where I met a sailor gay, conversing with a young lass who seemed to be in pain, saying, William, when you go, I fear you'll never return again. My heart is pierced by Cupid, by disdain or glittering gold. There is nothing can console me with my jolly sailor boat. Everybody make a will save for me, please. 21. 6. You feel the overwhelming urge, almost an obsession level, to protect her. You're extremely defensive. You're kind of looking around to see if anyone gets anywhere near her. You, uh, Landris, hear this, and you almost feel like something is pulling your heart. Almost, you almost kind of feel like yourself floating to her, though you're not floating at her at all. And uh, while Vic can't notice this because he's so fascinated, so obsessed, you do. You look around. Some people have fallen asleep. Some people's eyes have gone wide. You notice something, Vic, because you're so obsessed with her. Back behind her, kind of in the dark, is a clown in the black and white. And because it's dark back there, he blends in very well. And you see he has a bucket of what looks like fish you're not sure you look and kentaro's eyes doing those cat eye things i um start edging over to the tank with my hand open my my gun hand and it starts like charging up like a hey Vic, Vic, what are you doing hey no one come near her Vic, 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 hey. I'm, I'm like walking, like Vic, what are you doing put your gun down the sort of ringleader dude comes up to you and puts his hand on your shoulders landris and says, don't worry, she has this effect on many people. She's perfectly safe from him. He's got a gun. I understand. If we were afraid of any fellow who comes in here with a gun, we certainly wouldn't have her sing. I mean, all right. Uh, what is Sarah doing? Sarah is sleeping. I guess I go back and sit down. I take Katara's hand forcefully. There is nothing can console me in my jolly sailor boat. Should he return in pop tea? From o'er the ocean far to my tender bosom, I'll press my jolly tar. My sailor is a smiling as a pleasant month of May, and often we have wandered through Radcliffe Highway. 
Many a pretty blooming young girl we did behold Reclining on the bosom of her jolly sailor bowl My heart is pierced by Cupid, I disdain all glittering gold There is nothing can console me but my jolly sailor bowl My name it is Maria a merchant's daughter fair, and I have left my parents and three thousand pounds a year. Come all you pretty fair maids, whoever you may be, who love the jolly sailor that plows the raging sea. I'll up aloft in store from years absence more. And firmly pray arrive the days never more to roam. My heart is pierced by Cupid, I disdain all glittering gold. There is nothing can console me but my jolly sailor bold. My heart is pierced by Cupid, I disdain all glittering gold. There is nothing can console me but my jolly sailor As the song ends, Vic, you're snapped out of it. It's not like that. It's sort of like a kind of comes over you relief. Kentaro kind of shakes his head and goes, that was, that was really beautiful. And you're looking at her, Vic, at Landris. She's actually not particularly pretty. No? When you first got here, you thought she was. But over time, you see that she's not. She's kind of, wow. You kind of see her like, those are pretty jagged teeth. And you're seeing a lot of fish-like qualities of her. And the curtain closes. And Vic, you see as the curtain closes, the guy with the bucket comes forward. I just start walking back. You think that's your type? The uh, the gilled jagged teeth Shut kind? Up. Hey, Sarah. Hey, sweetie. Oh, oh, oh I missed it. I, I don't know what came over me. Yeah, it happened to a few people. It's okay. Uh, not me. I win. I win this one. Do I get a gold star? Yes, you get a, I'll give you your gold star when you go. How many pats you on your, Kentaro pats you on your head? <laughs> yes. That was, um, enticing. I guess. So what now? Is there anything else in the enticing attractions room? That's it. There's just two things. So what's the deal with the, the, the angel? Like, this is an attraction. I didn't get the other one. Is it like modern art? I don't know much about angels. I guess it's rare to see one. She just made me feel sad, you know? Wasn't an angel, I don't think. I think it's a woman in a costume. Those wings looked real. You think? They didn't look real to you? The only wings I've ever seen are Tengu's wings, so I don't know. We can go back in and check, or we could go back and listen to her sing again. No, no, no. Let's go. All right, so you guys leave the enticing mm-hmm. attractions? The two enticing attractions. All right, where are you going to go next? Ooh, is there like a, uh, the things you, you punch and it measures how hard you punch it? Yes, absolutely. Hey, hey, Kintar, why don't you give that a try? Oh, no, I don't want to. I mean... Do it. Let's see who's got really got the higher threat level. Oh, is that right? All right. Ladies first. <laughs> and, and you see uh, uh, Dai folds her hands and goes, why has lady got to be an insult? Yeah, Kentaro. Yeah, Kentaro. I know. I just hung out with Dai for a while, so it just seemed right to me. I'll, uh, I'll, I wind up and give it a swing. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's going to, it's going to like give you a number between zero and 400, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do, 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 130. All right. All right. It's, it's fine. Vic. Let's see, threat level six. You try something here. 200. She's Louise. All right, all right, get outside. Let's let a real man handle this. 
He dive right to the hands again. There you go. <laughs> Get a real man doing something. And he slams it. Do, 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 do. 140. Yeah, a seven. <laughs> Whatever. He pulls out his vortex gun and he aims it at the thing and he goes, I'll show you how much. And die. He's like, no, no, no. He like puts the gun down. What are you trying to do? I'm thinking if I wasn't feeling like an old man, I'd get about a 15, uh, 150. Yeah, well, you weren't. So <laughs> tiebreaker goes to Kentaro. Are you something bumps into you in here? Hello, sirs. Would you like a refreshment? And there's a Venbot, and it's got, like, confetti stuck on it, and, like, those um, Hawaiian hoops draped all over it, and it's got, like, a streamer draping off its little, like, soda dispenser. Yes, Venbot, I would like one. Thank you. What kind of soda would you like? And then you hear, whoa, whoa, dudes, you can't be doing this, man. You're on our turf. And it kind of, like, pushes Venbot back hey, no, a little wait. bit. You leave that Venbot alone. Excuse me, sirs. This is my terror. No, bro, you can't. We're selling this. You can't. It's competition, brah. Actually, you're on his turf. Nah, man, look. Unless he was walking on a road paved with brownies before, I don't think it's his turf anymore. And you look down, it's a road paved with magical brownies. And then that's like, sir, please move aside. I am trying to give someone of our loyalty members a refreshment. No refreshments, man. Come on. It's always so ready. Sir, I believe you think my intelligence score is much higher than it actually is. I do not understand you. Please move aside. Oh, dude, I don't want to have to take you apart, man. Just... Hey, hey, you leave just, him alone. Dude, he's just a robot, man. No, look. Hey, meet, meet me in that chocolate sprinkle alley over there, Vimbot. <laughs> yes, sir. I will meet you in the chocolate sprinkle valley area, 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 area. Oh, he's kind of damaged already. <laughs> At least, I mean, come on. They're all damaged, right? Yeah. Emotionally. People treat him bad. It goes over. What kind of soda would you like, sir? Vic, Vic, can you get me a ginger ale? My stomach's not feeling great from that chili dog. <laughs> Two ginger ales. Two ginger ales. You have accrued two more loyalty reward points. Your current balance is at three. Sweet. Mr. Irons. Thank you. You've now reached the threshold for nicknames. Do you mind if I call you Vic? No, that's fine. Thank you for being a loyalty member. Boop. Vic. Boop. And it kind of scoots away. Here, I got your ginger ale. And you nice. see, like, as it's going, it, like, multiverse is like a cleaning bot, and it's, like, cleaning, shining up the floor. It's like, dude, you can't shine brownies. <sighs> I don't think I should eat that whole hot dog. <laughs> Too much excitement in my stomach right now. Well, you're really going to hate what's coming next, because guess what? Dahlia says. What? She looks at you, and, like, without looking at the, at, at the map, points with her finger, and it says, water park. That's right. We're all going swimming. I didn't bring a bathing suit. So I... Everything's made of bacon around here. I don't think it's going to matter. Just give me like 10 minutes. Is there a bathroom? Is it like an excitement bathroom? Like what do they call <laughs> That's a very different thing in a very different neighborhood. Uh, yes, there's bathrooms, of course. Yeah, just give me a few minutes. I run over to the bathroom. Landry says his thing and then you guys go over to the water park. As you get there, kind of all the music goes down and uh, fireworks pour into the sky and you see the visage of Ulrizaj again. And he says... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased to announce that one of your very own will be performing today at an exclusive performance. You know her, you love her, the lovely Red! And then fireworks show up in the sky and they do the, the face of Red. One time only in this limited time, have a magical day! I really don't want to see her. Yeah, me neither. Do you, do you think Booker will be? We gotta see Red! Dalio and Sarah's like, oh, I love Red. Shh, shh, shh. The men are talking. Oh. <laughs> if Booker's there, Booker's dead, right? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? 
He betrayed us. He's the one causing... Oh, oh, I thought you meant he'd already be dead. I was like, who beat us to the punch? No, I mean, I'm going to kill him. I... If he is, it's probably not the best idea to try to attack him here. No, but we gotta... We don't know what Red's capable of. We don't know what Booker's capable of. Maybe we should avoid that. Yeah. Well, let's go to the water park. I didn't come to this time to have a non-magical time. <laughs> Stop unmagicking my time. Since when do you like swimming? I don't know, since the roads turned to brownies and my apartment turned into funnel cake and I ate this wondrous thing called a hot dog. See, see if you saw this it. really, really cute girl sing a song. Oh, well, those are all, I guess, good reasons. Can we see the water park from here? Yes, because it reaches into the sky. Really? Ooh. A lot of verticality going on here. It's like a water park that, like, turns into one of those roller coasters. It's like, how does it even go from not being a roller coaster to being a roller coaster? I guess it's a magic thing. You go over there, and there's, like, dressing rooms and all that, and, and there's... You guys just have to get into your underclothes. Everybody comes out, and you're all ready to go. They just give you the lockers to put all your crap. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes... And they, you know what they do? They, they, they rent towels to you. Sir, you're gonna get wet. Would you like to get dry afterwards? You can rent a towel. Sure, but what is this Batman? <laughs> Landris, yours says Power Rangers. That is weird. Mine says SpongeBob? <laughs> is there a Tony the Tiger? <laughs> he gets somehow, even though this is from a, multiple different dimensions, he's like, he comes out and goes, aw, man, and he holds up his towel, and Breddy the Bread is on his towel. <laughs> Somehow, Bray the Bray got on there. He's like, really? Hey, it's it's Sarah comes out, it's better than mine. And you see it's Algae the Algeo mascot. Dai's <laughs> like, mine just has a bunch of Venbots all over it. I don't understand. Localization. It sells better. It's one silver for the towels. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Please return them on your way out. If you grow attached to your towel, you can keep it for 10 gold pieces. What is the most intense ride here? Mount Vortex is a pretty fun ride. You feel pretty magical when you're done. And if you're into transmogrification, huh? you should try the Tube of Destiny. Warning, you might have too much fun. <laughs> Tra trans what now? Alright, have a magical time. I'm feeling the Mount Vortex, personally. Mount Vortex it is. Yeah, let's try that one. Everyone's like, except like, Kentaro's like the only one not responding. And now his mouth is like, his mouth is open just like a little bit and he's looking at Dahlia. What? Huh? What? Oh. And he closes his mouth. I just thought I saw something. Are you guys, uh, coming? Yeah, we're, we're right here. I got Towelly with Breddy the... I've named him Towelly. Don't judge me. Let's here, go. here, Sarah. I'll, I'll uh, walk with you. I kind of, like, drape my towel around her. All right, you guys do the freaking Vortex of Doom, right? And yeah. you, you have to get into an elevator to get to the top. And as you're going, like... It's kind of it's like rickety. It's like you know, like when you go to those mobile car carnivals and they like everything like set up so it all feels like has to be broken down every day, so it feels like it's gonna fall apart. <laughs> and he's like, "Is this really safe to be in this right now?" At least it's not stairs. <laughs> it stops very abruptly. Bing! Opens up at the top, and you get in the plate. It's kind of like swaying a little bit. Uh. And Tara's like, "All right, uh, hey, listen, you're threat level seven. I guess you should go first. That's right. I, I walk on with confidence. Sir, to avoid an injury, please cross your arms and your legs and go down feet first. Please do not go down head first. Sure, yeah. Have a magical trip. And he kicks you, like, aggressively, and you fall down the tube. I do not follow his instructions. <laughs> you start chipping, like, your hand and nails you hit, like, across the tube as you're being swirled around and stuff. And you're, like, banging your elbow. And you're like, oh, this is my bone! And, like, in your knee. 
as you go down this thing is rather painful for you, actually. And you go through all these swirls, you go through like, I think I just went upside down, and then pff, you splash into a thing of water. And you hear, ah! and Guitaro comes after you. And he kind of like, ah! kind of like desperately comes up and he's like struggling to get to the side of the pool and he's like, ah, never again. Here comes Vic. <laughs> this water tastes funny. Ugh. Sir, please don't drink the water. Uh, I didn't do it on purpose. Kids usually... Well, let's just say it's not... It's up my thing. nose! You should... Don't breathe through your nose underwater. You should want to... Don't... Breathing water or drinking the water is frowned upon. And look, by the way, this guy has got like... All his makeup is like melted off him because of the water that's splashed on him from being on the water thing. He's a clown, but he's in like little shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, what uh, <laughs> race are these clowns? They appear human. Hmm. What's that, like, bleachy smell? Bleach. You put oh. bleach in the water? Please do not stay in the water long, sir. Your fur may get discolored. Oh, I walk up out. the little steps <laughs> and I help Sarah up. How <laughs> come Sarah and Dahlia? You help her out. And Guitar's, like, getting the hair out of his face. And again, he, like, kind of stops and, like, as he catches Dahlia's visage. I nudge him a little bit. Oh, what? what? Stop. <laughs> I was just making sure she got out all right. It's getting weird. You're weird. Your mom's face is weird. Shut up. Hey, Kentaro. It's getting weird. Yeah. Stop. It kicks you into the pool. Oh, hey. Splash, sir. Please not enter the pool from the bottom. It's up my nose again. You're. I, I thought I already warned you not to breathe the water, sir. It's not air. It's water. Shut up. <laughs> Last I checked, bleach isn't so great in the lungs. My lungs will probably be okay. They're fake now. What's uh, the, the tube of destiny? You know what? Vic's done with this water slide. <laughs> Tara's like, I don't know. Uh, and Dolly kind of comes up and goes, come on, baby. Come on, you little kitten. Come on. And he goes, oh, I'm not a kitten. And he kind of runs up after you guys and you all go up. Uh, when you go through this tube, right? Mm -hmm. The guy doesn't give you the same instructions before. Um, it's another dude and he's like, have fun. Please remember to breathe the water. What? And he kicks you down the water. And, and you transform into a merfolk. <laughs> And you have, it's 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 sort of a spiral to go down, so you have to, some time to swim down before the water all empties out and you're forced out through the bottom. And then when you're empty out through the bottom, you untransform back into uh, Catfolk. I like immediately try something out. I was like, what was that? What was that? Ah, <laughs> out comes Kentaro. He's like, I was just a fish. Yeah, me too. And Kentaro like, climbs, like rushes out and almost like a kid and runs back up the ladder. You want to do it again? I was a fish. But a cat my whole life now can be a fish. He goes back into it. And it's clear you can see him swimming around as a little fish, as a merfolk. And Dolly kind of laughs. He goes, he's having a lot of fun. <laughs> we needed fun. You having fun? Yeah. Were you able to escape the sugary confection that became our apartment? Yes, I was. I hope I ate some of the couch. I hope there's not like a bite back when it comes back. <laughs> they said everything would be all right. These clowns aren't clowny. They're like depressed. It kind of bumped me out. I think that's kind of like the thing. I think that it's like intentional. I find it hilarious. Well, it's bumming me out. I feel like I'm bothering them by going on their rides. It's taking it like ironically. Katara like runs back up and goes like back up to do it again. And Sarah's like, he is excited. <laughs> hey, Dahlia, can you stop being cute for like 10 minutes? Uh, I don't know if I've ever been able to stop doing that. <laughs> Maybe you can give me some lessons if she hits you on the nose. <laughs> what is Kintaro, uh can't keep his eyes to himself or uh, like an adult? Look at these doing it on purpose. Oh, that's hilarious. It's working and I don't like it. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like you're both children. You're both made for each other. Hey, Landris, I don't think he's doing it on purpose. Hey, what's up? Stop it. Shut up. I'm just saying. 
We were joking about it earlier. Okay. Uh, Katara's kid comes out and he's kind of panting. He goes like, I don't know how you guys can only do that once. It freaked me out. I had gills. You, you were a fish. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but that happened. Do you want to go down together? Yes, let's do it together. <laughs> Sir, you're not allowed to do it. Oh, and there they go. <laughs> he, 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 try, he tries to kiss you underwater, but like the vortex and spinning just smashes your face against each other. He's like, oh, that was a mistake. He kind of rubs his nose. <laughs> Sarah grabs you, Victor, and says, oh my gosh, and pulls you over, and it's a lazy river. Okay, fine. And you guys get in the lazy river, and like, Dai goes, oh, come on, it's going to take up like an hour of your time. We can do like a bajillion other things. I'm in the uh, inner tube, and like, she's on top of me. Seriously, God, you going to do that? It's lazy, man. All right, well, I'm going to go eat amazing food to get more flavors and do more fun stuff. You guys laze around and soak up all the bleach. Nah, this one doesn't have that much bleach. Sir, you don't understand how, what, how lazy rivers work. We need at least five times the bleach. Especially because there is poolside bars. And every once in a while, there's little bars and they serve you little drinks. Hey, Landris, I got something called a pina colada. I got actually two of them, one for each hand. <laughs> All right, so you two, are you, you want to have any fun, interesting conversations while you're lazing around? You, uh, you look pretty. <laughs> Thanks. She smiles. And then she kind of looks a little serious. Oh. And she kind of like rubs some her finger over some of your scars. That one's new. Yeah, there's a lot of new ones. Make you look distinguished. I guess so. Make me look, uh, well. She, she like, tries to wrap her small hands comparatively to, like, your huge muscles up by your shoulders. She goes, make you look manly. And Lazy River becomes Makeout River. And it's like, you're in high school. And it's like, oh, we're finally alone. Uh. All right, so you three go over and get changed. You guys done with the water park? I mean, that's up to them. Uh, there's not other exciting stuff Landers has done. Yeah. Dye's going to change. And, and Katara's like, well, we could stay longer. There's more. Well, okay. Sir, would you like to keep your towel? No, I don't want Brenny the towel. Would either of you like to keep your towel as a souvenir? Uh, no, I'm alright. No, thank you. Okay. Hope you had a magical time. Where do you three go then? I'm looking for something that Sarah's gonna be too scared to do so we can do it without her. Uh, is there like a haunted house kind of thing? Oh, definitely. The haunted house of the horrors from nine dimensions. I didn't even know there was nine dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that one. Yeah, let's do it. And you guys kind of go, and, and Katara doesn't move. You coming, Katara? I, maybe we can do something else. Are you scared? Come on. I, I bet you could face up to 12 dimensions of horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this little Katara kitten scared. That's okay, but you stay behind. I think there's a daycare. I think I saw a daycare over there. I'll leave you there and get you some dipping Dots while the adults go play. And Katara kind of like grits his teeth, and he's like, fine! And he, like, kind of brushes past you, and he goes, I'm, I want to do it. <laughs> That's a good lie. That'll get you through the day. <laughs> and he kind of, like, glares at you. Let's see who screams first. You guys go through the, the horror of nine dimensions, and unlike many other things here, which is, like, that you saw the siren, you saw the fallen angel, it's all, like, cardboard cutouts that are, like, popping out at you, and it takes you maybe five minutes to figure out, oh, this is a kid's attraction. And now comes a clown, and like he is dressed up as somebody. He's like, "Oh, guinea boogity boogity! I'm a monster Urek from the ninth dimension. I bet I can catch you." <laughs> and he runs over, and Katara just kind of like deadpans him. And the guy like throws his arms around Katara. He's like, "Got you! <laughs> if you don't get your clown arms off of me in three seconds, oh no, the dimension! You, tra- you gotta run away from." The monster of the ninth dimension, impossible to behold with all your senses. Three, two, all right, bro, man, I'm just 
Just trying to do my job, man. You're supposed to run. <laughs> yeah, looks like I told you this was a dumpster ride. That guy wants to be chased. Chase him. Oh, here I come. And he's coming after you, Lanners. I give him the gaze. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we'll save time. Uh, oh, uh, hey, maybe you lady. Oh, no, lady. I'm coming to you now. <laughs> and, and then she just kind of like walks away. And he's like mock running, chasing her. <laughs> and you were scared of this place. Yeah, well, now I'm not. I'm more scared of you in the morning. Did you see your hair. My hair looks great in the morning, thank you. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that, old man. <laughs> you know, we were, did you get me a did you get me a walking cane while we were out? <laughs> I should have. I was gonna get you some tennis balls to put on the bottom of your walker. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna need like a I'm gonna need like an assist for my bow. Maybe I have to get a crossbow now. Vic, eventually your your time on the uh, Lazy River concludes. Shara enjoys immensely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just had a good conversation. Like it was finally a time to just talk, and not about what was happening, just. Talk, yep. You know what I mean? It's the difference between talking about how work went and just having a spontaneous conversation. But you guys eventually conclude, and he's like, would you like to keep your towels to remember the time you had together? Um, nah, we're good. No, thank you. So you want to go next? You want to meet up with your friends, or? I don't know. What do you want to do? I'm lost with you, I don't care. Kind of feel the same way, but, uh... <sighs> it's not that weird horror place of nine dimensions. Are there nine dimensions? I don't, I don't know. Let's go to the zoo. Ooh, the yeah. zoo. You head off to the zoo. This is probably one of the most packed attractions you've been to yet. And you're going around and there's these cages that look like these creatures could jump over these small fences at any moment. But for whatever reason, they are not. Give me a number between one and three hundred. Two twenty-eight. You see, uh, it's kind of like a birdcage thing filled with these small, tiny, whimsical-looking humanoid darts about swiftly on wildly colored gossamer wings. And uh, a little label on it says Pixie. Kind of looks like a little miniature person with butterfly wings. That's uh, weird. You can kind of look at them because they got little faces and they got little sad faces. And they're all like different colors. Yep. One's purple, one's blue hues, and like green, sort of like leaves for clothes. Look at these things. Pick another number. Uh, give me, um, 16. Avoral Agathion. Great feathers sweep back from this fierce bird man's brow, and long clawed hands grow from the end of his wings. It kind of looks like a hawk, but there's like, he has like a man's chest and a man's face. Guess you're in the bird section. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And again, his face is like, has a scowl on it. And she kind of looks at him and goes... Everything looks kind of sad. Yeah, this place is kind of bumming me out. Plus, that's too close to uh, what we are, you know? Pick another number. Let's do just 200. You are in the freaking bird section of Pyrasta. A minuscule dragon's transparent wings and large eyes resemble those of a praying mantis. Its form glows bright with an inner fire. And you can see his little heart, like a little flame beating. It's kind of fluttering around. It comes up to the, the edge of the cage, kind of looks at you and follows your gaze. And Sarah kind of moves her head and it moves with her. This one's fun. I guess. I want to see something besides birds. We need to go somewhere else. Pick another number. 280. You see uh, a monkey, but it is carrying the poise of a human. This lean, simian human humanoid is covered in a layer of soft, lightly colored fur and has a long, prehensile tail. The label, Venara. And you see it's a per it, it, it's it's almost like a person, um, but without any sort of amenities of a, of a person should be afforded. And there's like a bowl of bananas right next to it, uneaten. Are there cat folk in here? No, there are no cat folk. There are cat-like things, though. Isn't Venera actually like a race that we have here? Yes. Why do they have them in there? I don't know, but it doesn't look right. 
I don't know. I don't like this place. It's starting to get less and less fun. The pixies were okay, but... What other... Like, okay, we saw the monkey guy. Are there any, um, like, um, Gripplies or Tengu or anything like that? I'm gonna say there's a couple. There's not, like, one of each, but there is actually a couple that look like intelligent creatures. This guy goes to, like, multiple dimensions. Like, this freaks me out. It's like... Look at me. He looks so sad. I want to let him out. Yeah. Let's go catch the others. See what they're doing. Somehow, you guys get some communicator or whatever. Meet up. Oh, my gosh. You guys must have had a way better time. I had to run away from a clown dressed as a koala. I'm sorry. As a monster from the fifth dimension. Ninth dimension? I don't... I lost count. It, it was ninth, but it did indeed look like a koala. We, uh... We went to the zoo. It was depressing. Ha. Uh, like normal, everyday depressing, or especially depressing? Especially. They were like huh. all these sad creatures in there, and some were like pretty close to what we have here. Wait, you mean there was like anthros in there? There was a Venara. Like a monkey person? Yeah. yeah. Did you talk to him? No. He just seemed depressed. And like, I don't even know if he didn't even seem like he was like that intelligent. It's like That's it was, weird. Something, yeah. Right? I don't know. I didn't like it. That was probably scarier than where you went. I don't know. Ask Kentaro. He was the one that was scared. I. Well, at least I didn't on purpose scare the clown just trying to do his job. Lanris. There's another interruption. The music all goes down. And there's more fireworks in the sky. And rainbow colors pour. There's a rain. There's literally, it rains. Rainbow colors. You don't get wet. It just starts raining. Dr. Rizash appears in again. And he goes, attention, everyone. Red will be forming in 10 minutes. Make your way to the center theater. And he explodes in fireworks. What are we going to do about that? Um, I don't know. I don't really want to go see her. Well, I want to see her. Yeah, me too. Sweetie. It's red. Don't you love red? We told you what happened. Yeah, you told me you think and you have you have, you have theories. You don't trust our theories? I mean, I trust them as much as you should. It's a big risk. What if she notices us? What if she really is magic? Out of a, out of a crowd of millions of people? I don't think there'll be millions. Well, a lot of people. It's a, it's a really big risk. Hey, well, then we won't go. What, what about if just... Dahlia and I go. No, you're not going alone. All right, we'll, we'll go do something else. There's still the uh, the circus. F the circus, man. This is what I want to go to. And he puts his finger right on the thing that says Battle Square. I thought they said that wasn't until later. No, he said that Urizaj won't be there until later. Ah, well, Katara's is going to be there in about 10 minutes. <laughs> Battle Square sounds interesting. And he punches his hand. I'll show you who's a CR7 who gets a 140 in the punch scale. What is CR7? Yeah, let's go. All right, you guys head over to the Battle Square. You can sign up for different battles and such. There is like a board that gives you all the rules and stuff. And essentially the way it works is that you participate in battles. And the more battles you win, the better your prize. However, if you lose, you lose everything. And people make bets on who's going to win. But there's a huge, huge warning. It says, not for the faint of heart. What are the lethality rules? Like, is it a fight to the death? You ask a clown or somebody nearby, and he's like, yes, sir. After each round you win, you uh, you can choose to end your run there and take your prize, or you can try to do the next round. However, rounds cannot be stopped mid-round. I mean, I, I'd rather not put our lives on the line on our day off. We kind of do this every day. Katara comes up to you. All right, I got us three tickets. Oh, come on. <laughs> do you really want to do this? The guy uh, kind of puts his hand up and goes, Sorry, sir, only teams of two allowed. What? Yes, sir, teams of two go in, teams of two come out. Well, I guess not always. The prizes are really magical. Yeah, thanks, you're doing a lot to, to sell me. Come on. All right, how about this? You guys fight, and I'll bet on you, and I'll make us all the money in the world. You get your prize, and we'll get some money on the side. Wait, are we, are we fighting against other people that are going into this? 
No, sir, you're fighting against pre-made encounters made by the GM. I mean, Dr. Lourizage. Okay. You want to do this, Mac? The prizes are magical. <sighs> All right, but we're pulling out the second things get weird. I know that's your motto. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I didn't come to Magical Funland to fight for my life. All right, you guys get into this this arena. There's like a bunch of small arenas. There's a gigantic arena that somebody's using that you're not using. But you go into like one of these small arenas. There's some guy, like another one of those sort of like ringmaster looking dudes. And he goes, all right, gentlemen, please. What are your names? Victor Irons. Victor Irons and... Uh, Spencer. Spencer. Spencer's fine. So why'd you use your fake name? It's, I'm Spencer. Ladies and gentlemen, and there's like a little, there's like a like almost like a little miniature coliseum, so like people around you. And he goes, "Place your bets, place your bets." We have on our round one, the fierce, the mighty Spencer. Here, Targo. Woo! <laughs> Is it the only person in the crowd? <laughs> He's like one of four, and that's counting your sister and wife. And on the other side, we also have on the same team, a Victor's. Now, gentlemen, please roll the wheel. And the floor kind of separates and out from the platform comes up a big wheel. I'm going to attune my bow to Victor. Okay. Give it a whirl, Vic. Roll me a D7. Uh, two. And let's see, you guys, there's always a factor. There's a good factor and a bad factor of every battle. And your good factor for today is healing. You guys will get fast healing 10 for this entire battle. Okay. Spin the wheel again. And the wheel, kind of like you hear a sinister laugh come from like little speakers in the wheel. And it changes black and there's skulls all over it and red. Okay, let's see what we get. One. Dig, 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 dig. Oh, it looks like you're going to need that fast healing because you're going to start off with half health. Your health immediately goes down to half, guys. And your first battle. Let's see what we have in store for our fighters, gentlemen. Betting is closing. Betting is closing. You hear like people like the the betting all stops and Kataro's like gives you a big thumbs up. Platform goes back down and up comes instead of the wheel. You hear like and bursting out of this hole in the ground come five giant bees and a swarm of bees. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been Christian and Tim, and Caleb has been your GM. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening.